When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does picking an outfit have you running a little too fashionably late? We get it. Great taste takes time. That's why Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery, has your back with the largest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, delivered in under 60 minutes. Convenience never goes out of style. So if you need to spend some extra time in the mirror instead of at the store, download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com today. You're listening to Cobra and Fire. Rock's not dead. It's hiding. And, and you, you found it. it. <laughs> oh, professional. Thanks a lot, guys. Hey, everybody. This is Paul Stanley. <laughs> and this is Gene Simmons from KISS. And you're listening to Cobras and Fire. Rock's not dead. It's hiding, and you found it. Go to KISSonline.com. Hola, amigos. Hello, my friends. This is your bass player, Billy Sheehan. You're listening to Cobras and Fire. Rock's not dead. It's hiding, and you found it. You're listening to the Cobras and Fire podcast. Your host, LC Mbako, traveled to Nashville, Tennessee to give you the most complete and accurate coverage of Rock and Pod 2021. Now listen. Not the time I can't pay my rent. I can barely make it through the week. Solitary, not a lot to make my girl, but right now I can't make it sleep. How do you want to get into this? Uh, you want to just kind of get talk about? We're here at Rock and Pod, obviously. Yes. Um, twenty twenty one, or yeah. if it was the Olympics, it'd be twenty twenty. I think we should actually listen. Well, I guess it doesn't matter because whatever we do is this is how it's going to sound, right? Yeah, pretty much. Period. So, okay. So uh, yeah, welcome to Cobras and Fire. We are at the Rock and Pod Expo twenty twenty one. I am with uh, my counterpart. Uh, and his side, and I am his sidekick. I am LC. This is Baco. <laughs> I just found that out too. Uh, yes, yeah. I know. I know. That's good. That uh, was good news for Baco today. Yes, it, yeah, yeah, it was. Well done. Yeah, thank you. Upgrade. Yeah, yeah. yeah or whatever. Yeah, yeah. No longer an equal. Lateral. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but we've got. Uh, yeah, we got uh, Stephen Wright walking by there. Oh, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, all sorts of people are. Yeah, so let's uh, do. I'll, I'll do a quick buzz around the room. See how many people I can name off the top of my head. Sure. We just, we just talked to uh, Stephen Michael and his wife Jen. Bill Elam is over there wearing his. By the way, I don't. You didn't know hear the story. That is the debut of his hat that he's wearing. He's really excited about the the hat debut. All right, uh, excellent. To me and, and Mike, the decibel geek photographer, were uh, <laughs> disappeared. We're first right next to the disciples of the watch podcast. Yep. Is Gene already sending autographs? Yes. Oh my god, uh, that's right. And charging. Yeah. Look at and, and Nate's shaking his head like he can't. He cannot believe what's going nope. on right now. Nope. All right, let's spin backwards. We got Ian Wadley to our backside, which is never good. Yep, uh, he's right over there. Alan Tate from Ages of Rock. We're on, uh, on the other side of the pole here. We got Bushy. Uh, so the plug with uh, Bushy and Middle Mike. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, I'm getting a lot of legs out of that one line. I, I guess so. Yes. Uh, yeah. Here, you, you, 
take it from there. We got uh, in Obscuri over there, Kevin, and I think I don't remember Kevin's partner's name now. Um, you know, let me see what else. Yeah. Did you already say Ages of Rock in the back? I did not. I mentioned Alan Tate, but Ages of okay. Rock there, of okay. course, so back Ages there. Ages of Rock is in the back with a huge banner, as usual. Yeah, you got Dennis Talbot and Bill Algy back at the very, table. Very, very egocentric, as usual. Yeah, Alan right. Tate uh, showing got, his, uh, um, his age right now. Yeah. Yes, and, uh, and we have somebody interrupting. Yes, yes, sir. We overcompensate with our huge banner. Yes. <laughs> Understood. Uh, That's, that obviously explains well. Podcast Rock City's uh, banner as well. Oh, yeah. Very much. So, <laughs> They're yeah. definitely compensating Dude, for something. That one's even bigger. So there yeah. you go. And oh, Steve, uh, Sonny Pooney's here, the uh, the door greeter of, uh, mm-hmm. the Walmart yep. greeter yes. of Rock and Pod. That's correct. Yes. He's, um, he's, he's, uh, he's shaking hands. Oh, oh, that fucking poser is wearing a, a podcaster thing. Is he? Because it's, it's Podcast Rock City, I suppose, huh? I but guess he's so. wearing his Grown Up Rock uh, I think, I think it's Grown Up Rock in the front and Podcast City in the front. Does Grown Up Rock have a bowling team? Uh, I'm not uh, sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looks, looks like it. Uh, yeah. Maybe, they have, maybe it's league night. It may be, uh, yes. But that's all right. It's all good. Uh, and that's a quick spin around the room for the most part. Well, I, I, like well, Bill uh, Elam has his own podcast that he's here promoting. Uh, Little Willie's radio show or something like that. Okay. <laughs> he's going to be mad that I made fun of him. So that's kind of a, a quick recap here. Yeah. And then, well, so let's get into last night. It was a lot of fun. We went up to... Uh, why, why am I having a hard time remembering the name of the club? We were just at the Mercy Lounge. Yes, we went to the Mercy Lounge. So first, we are at... Uh, we should even start with... We're at the uh, Hilton, in, in right, out, right outside of... Uh, right in Nashville. Yeah, the, it's the Nashville Airport Hilton. There you go. Right. There you go. And uh, everything... Just like every year is is one up. So I think we've got we've got several different rooms here. <laughs> nice nice setup. We've got a podcast a room tight. that is is a little. <laughs> this thing is is tight, but that means you know why it's tight because there's more damn podcasts here. Yeah, I know every really year. Yeah, so more uh, bodies too. It's yeah. early and there's it's already a really good attendance. Yes, so. yes. Usually it's not kicking until right about I would say I don't know eleven thirty noon. Something like that. Or I yeah. would say noon. Yeah. Right. Boom. Ten o'clock opens. The doors open up and people are, are storming in here, but. Let's let's go back in time and talk about last night and the Mercy Lounge and the pre-party uh, that Sinzak and and the crew have organized. You want to kind of give a kind of a lineup, or you want me to hit? Do you want to start with that or the mixer or the? Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. If you want the mixer to... was kind of fun. Uh, it okay. Was, um, I, I took a shot and shared it on Facebook from that uh, balcony ledge where on our on our fifth floor where, the, where we're right, staying. Right. Right. Yep. Looking down because it was kind of neat, just an overhead shot of basically all of our peers and colleagues that we've met from over the years here, yeah. all getting hammered at four in the afternoon. So pretty um, much. And you know I'm a huge fan of day drinking. So yes. Uh, but yeah, that that really not much more than that. I mean, we caught up with a bunch of people and. Uh, met a couple yep. new friends, and yeah, there was time to figure out how to get to uh, the Mercy Lounge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was uh, like for an hour, everybody got together, and it's you know it's always a nice little reunion. And then we just figured out how to get to Mercy Lounge, and the this was a how would you how would you describe the facility? Just a cool like rock club, second yeah. level, uh, big ceilings, huge uh, those those uh, like airplane engine propeller fans at yep. the top, which is always cool. That I, I think in a, in a setup. And uh, the lineup was from six o'clock on. They put together like six hours of music, where it was, where it kicked off with Rock United, which is fronted by I'm gonna screw his name up. Is it Mangus or Angus or Magnus? Is that, is that Greg Mangus? I think it's Mangus. Yeah. Okay. But, uh, but okay. I probably fucked it up too. Who uh, who also everybody calls me Bacon. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But is that uh, Bacon or Bacon. But he kind of has this presence where it's almost like you're watching a. Uh, 
uh, uh, Bruce Willis and Return of Bruno. Uh, yeah. Zone like in a good way, like yeah. his ego and like got a lot of got a lot of uh, stage presence. Good vibe. Good tight, vibe. Tight band. Tight band. They played everything from um, I don't know ACDC to they had Rod Stewart. They Deep brought purple. in the uh, both the both the Apathy and. Oh, a piece, a piece, and a piece. Yeah. See, and, and they actually did the, did the same thing I, did, I just did, where they announced one of them the wrong way, and they're like, "I don't know if you noticed that." He's like, "No, oh, I'm a piece. He's Apathy. <laughs> <laughs> I forget." I, I I I hope one podcast that interviewed those guys brought that up because that's the only question that about them I even care about. I just, yeah. uh, explain that. Yeah, and, and if you if you right now if I went down there, I guarantee fifty fifty chance I'd screw up the names. Well, it'd, it'd be funny though if it's like uh, you know who explains the best our sister Rhoda Apici. <laughs> That's right. There's another one. Uh, use that joke twice now. Oh, good. Uh, I'm taking I'm taking the lead from my my co Perfect. My, That's right. My, uh, sidekick. We're using. That's, that's correct. You're reusing your material, which which uh, which I appreciate. Yeah. I, I always recycling. like uh, recycling. Yeah. Going back to the well, but but yeah. So so in, in, it was basically the first hour and a half was. Now we've got uh, you know those two drummers taking taking turns and, and killing it on there. Um, any other any specific songs you thought? I just thought they were good. Yeah, you know, uh, I I don't uh, I, I enjoy '70s rock, but I the staples don't. They don't draw me in. Sure. So I can just compliment you on how tight that band was. That they, yeah. they clearly knew the songs right. They, they played them well. Uh, but, you know, I would want... But again, you, when you do that, you can't go deep. You know, so I, I'm not... Right. I, I'm just not being critical. I'm just saying... Yeah. So I didn't have a favorite song. So that's a really long way to I, say I that. I like the... Uh, when they did Dirty Deeds. I thought they did that great. And then that I was suppose that would be one of mine because the little harder stuff yeah. is there. But Yeah. Um, oh, we got fucking Jay-Z right here, by the way. Oh. My yes, we uh, definitely gotta say hi to him. When he comes Dave, Dave Hudson here. walking by here. Uh, he, yeah, so, a, a so that, that, was the, that was the first round, and then after that was uh, Ron Keel doing an acoustic show. Hmm. Yep. Uh, basically, like a like six songs or so, just him out there, and and I gotta tell you, that's that's it. he pulled it off, and I don't think that's an enviable position for any any musician. It is right after. Just to do an acoustic mellow set. Just do an acoustic mellow mellowish set, uh, but. Um, yeah, and then it, then it, then I have to do the research, but I don't understand who originally sang uh, uh, "Tonight Belongs to Lovers." That song, I don't know if it's Patti Smith. Oh, it's Bruce Springsteen. Well, Bruce Springsteen wrote it. I, I, know. I don't know if it's really. Yeah, I've seen it covered by Ten Thousand Maniacs. Like, and then he played it last night. I'm like, and I didn't even know he did a cover of it too. Yeah, and uh, there, there's a. He has a story of like when they were they did three days with Bon Jovi at Madison Square Garden. Okay. And uh, John, being a Jersey boy, asked if uh, they were going to play because of the night. And he said, "We don't have another set list." He's like, "Put it on the set list." And uh, so they put it on the set list for three nights. They're like, "You know, you play opening for Bon Jovi at that time, '88." Right. You know, and it was like, hey, you know, John wants to fucking because of the night. We're going to play because of the night. So I don't interesting. Know. Yeah. Yeah. But that went over well, and um, no, just that it was it was effective, but uh, impressive. That that takes uh, some large uh, acoustic balls to pull off, I think, in the middle of this set. So then it went on to the deb- debut of Resistant Bite mm-hmm. with uh, Tommy Skioch. Yeah, let's go with it. Let's go with it. Yeah. That's how we're going to pronounce it. And uh, yeah, all playing all originals and your quick re- your quick review of, of, the, of, of them I, I thought that they're again they ran that looks they, they clearly practiced together and yep. play together so they, they sounded good and everything was great there I just didn't know the songs right. so uh, hopefully they'll have a, a record out or I, 
I heard conflicting reports that they actually have an album out right now, or is it coming out? I am not sure. We'll have to check the facts. I know, I know there's after, one or two songs this. online that yeah, I to I think there's it. like a single out. There is one song that that involves the word crazy in it that I thought was very melodic, where they were all all four um, singing along to the chorus, and that kind of really stood out as a a, a good hook for me. Um, some pretty good riffs. They did play a killer version of uh, No Way Out, Tesla. Mm-hmm. You know they're going to drop one of them in there, and that one really was a effective. But overall, good good performance by him. Just just didn't know the songs. Would you say that's a pretty good summary? Yeah, I agree with that. I, Tommy looked good. I mean, yeah. I, I know he's had some uh, he's had his battles, so looked it's healthy. Just good to see him out yep. there jamming and playing and kicking ass. So. That's right. And then, uh, and by the way, just just uh, we're not even doing any atmosphere here. This place was fucking packed. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was all twenty to twenty five dollars, whatever, with fees, depending on what you did to get in. I'm gonna lowball it at. At three fifty, mm-hmm. okay. That seems about right. Somewhere between three and four hundred would be my yeah, guess. Yeah, three and so. four hundred. It was a really cool. Again, Mercy Lounge spread out where you could go out on like the balcony and also kind of like the fire escape area, which I think yeah. is a nice addition of any kind of club yeah. where you can actually have that flexibility. And they had the room off to the side. It was just pool tables. That yes, was like that where a lot of people you. went so to de- kind of decompress. You know? Right. So you could actually go in there and have a conversation without screaming your head off. But but great great staff there. Uh, I do also for, for you, have you to stole alcohol that, too, from what I understand. Say it again. You stole alcohol. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, well, I, I got a, uh, I had a bar tab that the bar tab was much lower than expected. I tipped, I tipped the service <laughs> industry, everything like that. But I was pleasantly surprised with uh, that bill at the end of the night. I yeah, okay. that much. But uh, but going to the also the atmosphere is, we, they had an uh, I would say a reverse handicap bathroom, uh, where they had the highest yes. sink. Uh, that yeah. I've ever seen. I think it was up to... What, what do you, when you wash your hands, where do you want that usually? Well, I've, I've said, how often are you in a public restroom and yeah. you're going to yourself like, you know, I wish this sink was up by my tits. Uh, <laughs> you actually had yeah. to like... Yeah, you had to have your hands up. It was bar oh. height, man. Maybe it Higher. used to be a bar. I, yeah, maybe that was a bar. I just say that at some point they're like, we have to have people stop pissing in the sink. Yeah, so they, no, that's they, a good theory. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you You have to have to running jump to stick your, uh, your schlong in there. To you might. Close. Eh, okay. I just rope it over the edge. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Again, yeah. Well, uh, it's slightly believable because our banner, normal size. Yes. Unlike Podcast Rock City right, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Rock of Ages. That's uh, right. Yeah, you, side you, note. Um, but just a cool setup. But anyway, so then, then and everybody was there getting together, having a great time. And then the last act of the night was Rare Hair, which is, I would describe it as just constantly... I don't even know that if there was a main band. It was just random people. It wasn't even like a core drummer or guitarist, really, was it? Oh, no, it was rotating the whole night, yeah. The entire night. Yeah, I think that was the whole deal. I think that is kind of their shtick, but I don't, I, because yeah. I just, my understanding is that they are a band that kind of does stuff around here, and they just kind of have a bunch of people that get involved. Sure. Yes. Tyson Leslie, I think Bob put the whole thing, the whole night together, I think he basically was a, almost like a stage manager, performer, all that good stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, I've heard Choreographer. that. Choreographer. Yeah, and, and they had... The Paula Abdul. Oh, the Paula Abdul of, of the yeah. night, yes. <laughs> and he was running it. Uh, they had uh, Izzy Presley. Izzy Presley did some MCing at one point, that's right. And and the first, did he uh, sing? No, I don't remember that, but I'll tell you yeah, who okay. did sing and play, play bass guitar was Ricky Rackman. Yeah. Uh, for this debut musical, I think, of his career. He, uh, he got out there basically uh, uh, did jokes that, uh, that I think the, you, you do for drummers. Just saying, like, eh, drummer, bassist, mm-hmm. I can do this, right? Well, I, if anything, he cemented my whole theory that, like, yeah. it, bass is super easy. <laughs> I mean, he's been playing for five or six days. Yeah, five or six days, and they played, uh, what, Anarchy in the UK? Yeah, and then what was the Ramones tune they played? Oh, I'm sorry. They didn't, yeah, they played the Ramones. That's what they right. did. They, play, they played uh, Blitzkrieg Bop. Blitzkrieg Bop. So, my, there my we fault. go. My, I couldn't remember there. it earlier when That's I was talking to you. That's what it was. 
and uh, that was okay. And then they went to some type of ballad. Uh, congratulations. I guess he's engaged now. Uh, but uh, I, I can't review it because I left because it felt uncomfortable. <laughs> it's quite my I'm uh, give you the, the, the feels. In the yeah. deep, deep did, you, did you did you say? No, I didn't see any of that. Okay, so that was the first performer. Um, other notables. Tell me if I'm missing anything. Was Ron Keel did get uh, on stage and play with the full band mm-hmm. later on? Played Right to Rock. Did he two played, Steel, or did a Steeler song? Um, uh, Cold Day in Hell from Steeler. I, I'm helping you out on that one. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't know and that. And then uh, I thought did a great, a good pick for him for his zone of what he's doing right now. He picked a Cold Gin to do a, a you know his connection with Kiss and everything like that. Play that cover. And I thought yeah. he did a good job. Yeah, when I was up at his hotel room late in yeah. the evening, uh, he told me that was because of the Gene connection. That's why they, that song was picked. That's what I figured. So there was some fucking thought put into it. I was just yeah. like, I was like, why are you playing fucking Cold Gin, man? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, so that was a good cover. Um, then the, you had, uh, you've had. I'm not editing this shit, so. Uh, Damn it. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, uh, not editing. Uh, you had Bissonette. Oh, is that what you were just trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Billy and Greg. Uh, Billy and Greg from David Lee Ross Band. I don't know the last time that they've been together on stage, but they played. Let's see what they played. Oh, Yankee Rose, and they played. Um, oh, they didn't talk about love. Talking about love. Oh, and they also played Shy Boy. Shy Boy. There yes, we go. they said played three songs, and uh, they had a variety of uh, vocalists for this performance. Mm. Can't say anything. There's a guy with a hat and glasses who's like staring at the floor and reading off a prompter, like, "Hey, why don't I go outside and take a look?" Yes. Well, like, I, 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 he, he was hitting the cadence right. Like he was sitting. Okay. But I, I'm like, how are you? Come on, man. I can tell you that I was next to Ian Wadley, and Ian was like, actually, like, just, he was dying slowly. Oh, watch it, watch wait, wait, someone, someone replacing David LaRoth and Ian Wadley didn't take it good? He didn't like oh, it, Oh, that's, no. that's your best reference yes. point there. I'm just telling yeah. you. What did, what did your, what did your nephew Steve? Is that confirmation think, bias? Well, it's definitely not a, a, an unbiased uh, source. <laughs> yeah. What did so, he think about the Sammy Hagar stuff? Huh? Well, he said, he said, actually, Sammy's better than this guy. Uh, he admitted. Out what? The guy was fine for what they were doing as far as the vocal performance. I don't know what you're. I'm. Look, I was the one who brought up that he was staring at the floor and looking at the lyrics the whole time. I was watching it, bro. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like when we were talking earlier, I was like, well, that was the one thing. But you actually brought up a point that I didn't think about when I was going to it because he was like hitting all those like kind of oddball things that Dave says during that thing. Yeah. But he wasn't reading it like this. That was my point. Is like, you know why? He probably didn't even need the words. It's like you right, clearly right. know this song. No, he got up there and just got like in his own. Yeah, yeah just like me, I couldn't uh, pull pull the names of them. But I got to tell you that they sounded great. It was cool to see that. That was Desmond that Child, lineup. by the way, singing. Oh, it was. Yes, that was Desmond Child. It was not. I'm going with it. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll we'll put that non-fact out there. <laughs> but what does uh, Eric Miller call him? The not true facts. Untrue facts. Untrue facts. Untrue facts. Yeah. But but yeah. But you could just they're just locked in. That was that was really cool to see because I never saw that lineup originally. Mm. Um, and then we had I'm gonna say uh, we have uh, Josh Toomey uh, yeah. fanning himself with uh, Baco's the, uh, the the headliner's uh, uh, face fan. Face fan. Um, but. But then we had members of Accept come up there and play obviously some Accept songs and things like that. But I don't know. Is there anybody else that, that I'm missing? You know, I w- the main ones. I was uh, about 50-50 in and in out. out. Yeah. Yep. So yep. Um, I, you're catching up with a lot of people at the a same time. A lot of people. You know? 
Uh, yeah, who did we catch up with last night too? Just to say, because one of us is a, it's about the music, but it's well, also about the. I couldn't believe fucking Bryn from Flip was there. That was true. a shocker. I had no <laughs> idea who was going to be in, in town or anything like that. Um, Courtney Cronendold. Courtney Cronendold connected with by. her. We got and to then meet we... uh, Don Jameson briefly. Yep, Don Jameson. Ricky, of course. Uh, Ricky. Well, Ron Keel, we caught up with. Yep. But then fellow podcasters, yep. that's where I first talked to Bill. Yeah. Billy Elam. Um, Talked to Ron Keel at the fire exit. Didn't did see Sinzak until that. Until the. Oh, that's right. Of course. Yeah, Rand, so. uh, obviously, the Desolate Geek uh, brothers. Um, no, Talked to Aaron for a little bit, too. And. I mean, it was just a party. It's a party. So it was a, it was a great setup. I, I couldn't think of a better. It, I, I actually enjoyed it. The This not being at the hotel. Because it was a more of a rock vibe and a more natural setting um, than than the. Uh, I like the setting better, but I don't know that it would really matter that much if yeah. they did that exact same thing at that same setup la- the last time. I would have enjoyed it just as much. I'll have um, to. We'll just have different opinions on but it. But it, it is a very cool club. But That's all I'm uh, yeah. yeah, once the music starts, you know the atmosphere is nice, but. Uh, sure. You know, also not spending fifty bucks on an Uber—that's pretty nice. Well, yes, so, that, there so. are those those things. Yeah. So. But uh, that's pretty much my recap Thanks. for last night. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got. To uh, we got a bunch to get into today, so that'll be following pretty much what we're talking about right now. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and then it ended with a, a Ron Keel nightcap for you. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's like I, I, I forgot uh, to tell you this. I, uh, can I can I jump in here for a second? Sure. I, I've heard of cock blocking. I got Keel blocked last night. <laughs> I got in. I got into the uh, the elevator, and, and Ron Keel was there, and uh, all of a sudden, I, no, we got get some. He walked sure. in with us. Yeah. Sure. All right. Tell, well, tell then, the whole but, but, story but, here. All right. Fine. We made him outside. We go on the elevator, and I get off on floor five, and uh, and you're like, I'm gonna stick with this guy. And okay. I got, uh, I got here's the part you're leaving out, but yeah, it's, it's not, not too far from the truth. Um, he was telling us a story, yeah. and it was only halfway through it, and I just I wanted to ride and just talk to him and wrap it up. And then we, yeah, him and I sat, and you know. We uh, he has a hot tub in his room, so that's where it all happened. <laughs> and, you, and you tucked him in, <laughs> tucked him make, in. make sure he took all of his, all of his, uh, you know, whatever night, nighttime routine. Put the uh, put the lotion. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it was about ten minutes, but you were like, yeah, it seemed like you were up there a long time. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty odd. But anyway, it was, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Uh, and listen, last last year it was a uh, Cobb salad with Michael Sweet and yeah. uh, uh, who else was in there? Oh, uh, Tony Harnell. Tony and, Harnell and their lady, lady companions. Yeah, and the lady companions. Companions. So this time you end up with you always end up at Rock and Pod. You're gonna take an elevator ride with a rock star at some point. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah we point. ended up. Uh, I ended up with the a Apathy. piece, a piece oh, and a right. peach. Tell me that too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we get in and uh, um, Vinny's like they all say like nine and then Vinny's like 13 and then it dawned on me he was like I don't think I've been in an elevator that had a 13th floor right and then um, Carmine's like yeah they don't usually have them and then uh, Vinny was like I always ask for the 13th floor and I'm like <laughs> What is, what is going on here right now? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the yeah. that's the difference. Yeah, and that was two. right after we're like, you know, he's standing right behind you at the buffet waiting to get eggs. Yeah, I felt some pressure. <laughs> like, yeah, not every day I'm getting uh, eggs at a breakfast buffet. And Carmine right. Apice is tapping. Yeah. He's like finger tapping with the silverware. Yeah, exactly. He's like, that's his yeah. impatient. Even yeah. drummers just just drum all yeah. the time. Yeah, baby. Keep no, the I'd... time. Keep keep everybody moving on the buffet. But uh, that's pretty much it for now. Yeah. All right, man. General public special. Okay. All right. Should be recording. Fuck it. We'll see. First time using this. I don't know what fuck I'm doing. So. Did you just get it? Yeah, I have a an HN2 that I'm more what, accustomed yeah, yeah, with. Yeah. It's a little sturdier build, but this has four inputs. So. I just got that a couple months ago, and I I love it. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I played around with it. it I mean, it multi tracks like everything, even 
right now it's multi-tracking, yeah. but they, that's awesome, you know. So that's, eh. that's what I like about it. It's yeah. like I can kind of when we do dumb it, I can kind of pan things out right. a little bit, make yes. it sound a little fuller. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Well, we're talking to uh, Dave Brewington of the uh, Blame Your Brother podcast, uh, the voice of the people. Um, yes. But uh, there's no brother on there. Why not change the name? We thought about it, but you know. But you're like the Utah Jazz. Wow, you just hit yeah, away. I know. <laughs> Marketing is tough, you know. Yeah, I know. I, I've honestly thought about that, but for now, we'll see. Yeah, whatever. Branding, right? Right, yes, yeah, for you sure. Get a nice little sub pop hat on there. Uh, thank you. Got it in Seattle. Went to Seattle a couple months ago and had to, just the airport. But I was like, oh, there's a sub pop store. It was. Okay. It was great. So. We, my wife and I almost went out there for summer vacation, but their lockdown was just lifting. Okay. And so we, it just, by the time, we just waited too long. And then the tickets were just outrageous. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Um, but maybe in a year. Because, you know, with yeah. that, that, that Grunge series, now I kind of feel like I have to go out there. For sure. Plus I got some family out there. And the, my wife is a Funko Pop collector. Ah, okay. And that factory is out there. So. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so yeah. those unfamiliar with the show. Yes. Well, you want to break down what your what podcast is all about? So, yeah, it's just me, myself, my longtime friend John we're just sitting around discussing basically society news current events yep. and then every week we have like a Mount Rushmore of different topics so we try to yep. pick the four best we, we did a guitarist uh, a couple weeks back and yeah. people were not happy with some people we left off but I mean <laughs> you know if you have Jimi Hendrix you have uh, Eddie Van Halen you, know, you start running yeah. out of people Lita sure. Ford yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> she, yeah. She was on the cutting floor. CC DeVille? Yes. Uh, another one didn't make the cut. I don't think anybody from 80s, I mean, unless you count Van Halen. But but, but uh, before we go any further, I, I think that right now is, is a perfect opportunity for you to do your impression of, of all guitar uh, solos in uh, an 80s rock band. Oh, <laughs> you do that man. Like all the spies. Do-do-do-do-do-do. That's all it is. That's spot on. Yeah, that's, that's about, yeah, just noodling. You know, uh, how about this? Noodling. If you, uh, he uh, put you on the spot with this. What are the Mount Rushmore of Cobras and Fire episodes? Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> or hosts. <laughs> hosts I could do. Are, are you, do either one of us make the yeah. top four? <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure. Well, one of you, though. I'm not going to tell you which one. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Top episodes? Wow, man. That is on the spot. You know what I, really, I was thinking on the way here? What I really like about your show is that I'm not a big 80s hair metal guy yeah but you guys have ingested so much of your personality into the show it doesn't matter like I, I literally will listen to anything you guys talk about and that's uh, that's like a big thing well you know? ditto by the yeah. way well thank you yeah, yeah. Which, is, which is funny because uh, we get that everything like yeah music's terrible Oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, I, I started this damn thing to start sharing music. There you yeah. go. Turned on you. Flipped yeah, around. Flipped, so, you know, flipped but, on me, man. But no, you guys, yeah, you just have a great rapport with each other, and it's always entertaining, which you don't get in a lot of music shows, honestly. I mean, a lot of them are very kind of serious yeah. overloads. So like, let's, let's go through 10 tracks of this, which those are good, too. Right. But, but, the, yeah, but yeah, if you want a little bit of difference, well, thank you. Yeah, yes. We, so, so is, uh, enjoyed. And, and my favorite segment on your show uh, is uh, uh, John. Dear oh, John. dear John. Anything, anything that he does is uh, it's just hilarity to me, how well, he responds. Yeah. So John's not here, obviously. He's, yes. He works midnight, so he's probably okay. sleeping. But he is a character. I've known him yes. since I was 15 years old, and his perspective... If you think everyone should go right, he goes left. Mm -hmm. With a weird reason why he should go left, right. you know. Right. Occasionally he'll drift you over to it, but not really. Like, you know. He's oh, yeah. had some, I mean, one one lady wrote in and said, my son is bullying overweight people at school. Okay. So he, his advice, literally, not is not a bit a joke. 
was to dress the child up in a fat suit and send him to school and let the other kids bully him. <laughs> See, unorthodox thinking. Yeah, yeah outside but the you box. I guarantee he was completely in. Yes, into that. It, may, it may have happened. Yeah. It may have worked. Low so. tech. Yes, yeah. for sure. And, that's right. And, and uh, we should mention also, uh, you are a Nashville native, or at least... Yes, yes, native. Okay. Yes. All right. So, so this was as a nice visit for you to come over and check yeah, out everybody, I mean, which is great. Well, I met Chris and Zach through my brother-in-law. They yep. kind of were in the music scene together, and man, just got to know him back then. He, he talked about doing the first one. I was like, because I've had friends have done mm -hmm. conventions, and sometimes it doesn't go out so well. But man, oh, first, you mean you mean actually the, the organizing it and the, yeah, the execution, yeah, the whole of, thing, and it's a right. lot. You know, like I had oh, two yeah. friends that ran one, and they were just like, never again never happening right Chris the first one was like wow this is just it was crazy I mean right. so now to see now I'm walking there's a lot of people here there is yeah, and, it, and it actually growing, is it actually is a, it wasn't until we just walked over to give people a little bit of a you know some color of the event it wasn't until we went into that big room where I saw how many people actually were here right because we were setting up in the side room and yeah, stuff and like that is it that Billy Sheen thing the eat him and smile thing happening yep, right now they're doing that that thing panel. was packed that yeah. was packed yeah. and uh, tons of vendors uh, and like, I, like, I picked the wrong time to quit collecting Kiss stuff. By the way, yes, just, I think like, so. I, I could buy back a lot of the stuff I, I gave to the Shout yes, Out Loudcast yes. is sitting on that table over there. Uh huh. That's right. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's funny how the first one was very Kiss centric. You know, there's a yeah. lot of Kiss. Now, honestly, I mean, I'm just walking around. I'm like, wow, this there's just everything. It's here, all over so. the place. There's a lot of internet. I guess uh, streaming radio channels here too, yeah. and different things. But it's hey, more power to to the convention and um, but yeah man so you hear like like what let's say you're you're coming in here what do you like to, to get the uh, when you're an, an attendee what do you like seeing or what do you enjoy well, the most about coming I mean, to first, these I things? do love the merchandise I'm a yeah. vinyl collector so okay. I'll pop in there I bought, bought a couple albums last time I'll probably buy some today that I don't need but <laughs> I love that but the guests the guests are important as well but there's one guy here that I got I don't know if he's here right now but it's Matt Penfield oh, oh yeah mean, sure when I grew up like, I would watch 120 Minutes like a religion. Like, he that introduced your, me to yep. so many bands. And I was like, this guy knows a lot about rock. I want to know a lot about rock. So then I started just, you know. So around my friends, I am kind of the Matt Penfield. But he, I mean, his <laughs> knowledge and just kind of passion for music back then in, in an alternative space. Not right. like a grunge space, but literally bands I'd never heard of. Afghan Wigs. I first yep. saw Garbage for the first time ever. I mean, it's like all these great bands. And so... Yeah, Penfield's very important as well, and it's always good when they have good, uh, you know, talk sessions or you know, audio uh, episodes. Yeah, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but yes, a crowd participation. Sure, because yeah, those I mean, guys have stories, you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's cool that they got. Uh Who's the who's the, the oldest one? Um, Mark Goodwin. Thank you. Like the like an originator, one of the first five VJs, I think, wow. when they, that they started. Like Martha Quinn's, like that. And then they got Rackman, which is in that. And they got Pinfield, which is maybe another five or six years. Right. So it's a nice spectrum yeah, that's for that nice. panel. I mean, yeah, MTV to anyone our age was yep. very, I mean, important. I mean, it's, yeah. kids today will never understand it, but it's like they this, won't. I mean, I turn it on now. Watch it. They have MTV Classic on. It'll have like some great, you know. And yeah. my kids like thinking, what? Why are we watching this? We could just go on YouTube and watch it. Go, man, it, it was just different, man. This was it, you know. That's These right. guys were the gatekeepers. You don't music. like MTV now, where it's like I, I'm gonna watch ten hours of ridiculousness. Yes, that was what they did on their uh, 25th, whatever, and whatever it is. Yeah. it just happened. That's, That's 40th. how they 40th. They celebrated by playing ridiculousness 24 hours straight. 
I mean, wow, irony here. I mean, you know, it's like, ah. Do they not own the rights to Jackass anymore? They can't Apparently just... not. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that was a money thing. Now, yep. I did watch, have you guys watched it? It just came out, so I don't know. Woodstock 99, the documentary I, on I, HBO I Max. It. I have, I am only, only because of I ran, it was too late, but I'm a half hour into it. And uh, I can't wait to finish it because it's going to turn into, it looks oh. like the biggest clusterfuck I've ever seen. Like, yes. imagine, like, I've been to a, all I can tell you is this, I've been to a concert where it was on in a parking lot, like, the whole day. Yes. I can't imagine there being there for a weekend. No yeah. way. Like, as hot as hell. That's what, yeah, they talk about that. You know, the, the pavement was just making it hotter, but yep. what a great trip down memory lane. What a great like <laughs> documentary that just people forget how fucked up that was it yeah. changed festivals like oh. you know because you know there was no nothing was free you couldn't leave a lot of that stuff was loosened right. up as you know it's like there's going to be free water yeah. at least somewhere it's great right. so it's a great watch if it's no one's watching it go find it but just watching those bands from that era i'd forgotten yeah. about some of them and just like it's a weird zone of, 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 of music mean, like like it was uh that it was all like I don't know. It was, it was very. It was more testosterone than I think. Oh yeah. The 80s, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like and aggression. And I'm into it. I liked some of those. I sure. like Limp Biscuit. I oh, mean, yeah. I'm not ashamed I, to I'm say not, it. I'm not a hater. I, I, and I'm, I'm like, I get it. He was tapping into yep. all of that stuff I had. Oh yeah. I was like, oh, I was angry back then. I was like a misfit kind of. So, you know, it, punk rock wasn't there for really for the kids to grab on. Punk rock was like Green Day, Offspring. Like right. it's not punk rock. Right. I need something that speaks to an outsider. You know, who's just. And that's what I guess that's what the gap filled. You know, it ended yep. badly. Obviously, yep. you yes. get you get a ninety-nine percent angry white males in a situation. See, it's blaming the music, and it's bl- I blame I blame the yeah. the parking lot. That's all I. That's all, that's Anytime all I blame. your music crosses over into fraternity yes. brothers liking yes. it, yes. You're, yes. you're doomed. Yeah, you are. And, I mean, <laughs> it's you know. great money wise, but right. then, yeah, now you're tainted. Well, it's, yeah, Cobain even talked about. It. He's like, oh my I, God, these guys don't realize the song's about them. You know, so it's yeah. It's, it's, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The, um, interview with Danny Goldberg's coming out. He touches on oh, that exact okay. Uh, wow, okay. that thing. So it'll yeah. be out shortly. But I, uh, yeah, well, I do want to apply. And I applied you in person, but that grunge series was. I, I know you think I'm joking. But that should be up for some type of award or something. <laughs> Just the undertaking of that man. Agreed. I told you the scheduling oh. alone. Most people be like, I'm done. I did three. Yeah. I'm out. But you did the whole. With interviews, with in-depth, it was crazy. So I just, in person, yes. I'll tell you, that was amazing. I appreciate that. So, so, yeah, so for those listening in that maybe don't know the whole thing, whatever, never mind, 25-part? 20, yeah, 25-part 25 25-part series. There's series. more like 40 episodes total, but right. there's going to be a couple more, but anyway. Yeah, it's got some good stuff coming out there. Uh, for for the fact that, that Baco needs to create content, and I can only commit to every two weeks, <laughs> bam, comes out with an award-winning uh, per for yeah, our guest yeah. here. I'll, uh, I'll give it a award, yes. In award. depth. Oh, that speaking thing. of which, we're, uh, we're co-nominees uh, oh, of yeah. the uh, <laughs> well, that's Quite right. Thing Media. What the hell yeah, was that? Did you find that and get, tell us? Yeah, did you so tell I, him? I, I nominated you guys. Oh, oh, well, oh there, there, there we know. Now we know. Hey, I, I was like, yo, congratulations on being fourth. You're like, F you. I'm like, no, we didn't make the top five. There's only ten nominees, so we right. may have been not. Honestly, I forgot that there was more than five. Yeah. You know, but I was like, that's right. It was like a whole list, wasn't yeah. there? Yeah, fourth isn't that bad. Yeah, you know, we, now we did win one time. Best podcast in Nashville, 2018. Oh. Third best podcast in Nashville. Oh, by that's the right. Nashville scene. So we have one actual award, but you know they, they don't have that in, in the Twin Cities yet. Yeah. So I'm hoping for it. Start it up, and you win it first year. That's how <laughs> well, you they, do. They have the best of the Twin Cities. There's no podcast. Ah, okay. My band, Jesus Chrysler, I think in 2002 or three, got third best band name. Nice. Uh, so oh, I, it's a great name. Come on, it we, is a great name. I mean, what, what, kind of, what kind of car is Jesus going to drive? Yeah, <laughs> wait, I want to. What, what do you remember? What one? That, yeah, it really pissed me off too. I can't. 
fuck. It was really dumb, I thought. Yeah, what, what could be better than that? Well, local, I think like, first place was um, Mary Kate and Ashley Experience or something like that. Oh, come uh, on, man. Oh. Fuck, something uh, I can't remember. For shame. Take them. Take them. Take them, please. Wow, people yes. are it's hot in here. They, they, we brought them. That's, that's a right. good, good product. Like that. Yeah, yep. Whatever you want. Take this that. is all free. You've got Would you, and, and, and here's a white, uh, white claw bingo card. That's right. Uh, and then uh, scan and listen to the show. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. They're out, out here making deals right All right. Now. Nice. <laughs> Shelby. Very cool. We need the play-by-play. -play Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, who, who do we got here now? Uh, oh, Shelby. Something. Let's just uh, at least give her a little plug here. What do we got? Shelby Strictifan. Follow me on social media. Anyway. There you go. Done. There you go. All right. So, uh, yeah, and more proof that there's more females at this event mm -hmm. than, than ever before. There are a lot more, yes, more I mean, than at Woodstock 99, probably. Yeah, that's a squish. <laughs> exactly, that's right. <laughs> Unbelievable. But um, yeah. let's check time real quick, just because I don't know when the talisman is. No, it's, yeah, what are we looking at? Yeah, we got about an hour. Oh, I thought it was it. Oh, we keep rolling. Yeah, we got uh, Craig Gas at 1240 and the talisman at 1. There you go. Okay. So, and then after, that's 115 is when I start beer. Yep. Ah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, but no, and just just in general, just seeing the podcast, and like like I, it seems in just the the four years since it began, there's more and more people that I think see this as a legitimate way to advertise their their new pro product coming out, be it a new album release and yeah. stuff like that. Don't you see that that's absolutely. And yeah. Well, you're also seeing that grow in popularity with celebrities deciding that right. I'm now a podcaster for two weeks, and then they they pod fade and yes. Yes. Um, some of them are good. Some of them, most of them aren't. Right. Right. You said that right. Most of them are not. You know. And yeah. it's It's crazy. I started back in like 2007. So the failed, landscape. Failed, pod, pod, failed podcaster here. Yeah. From, you know, failed uh, podcaster. B.J. Graham. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I love that. Actually. Um, <laughs> so yeah. I started in 2007. Just the landscape of podcasting in general. And nobody knew what it was. Can't even explain it. You know. And then like in the last two years, like people are just like. Yeah, armchair quarterback now, exclusive Spotify. You have yeah. all these things like people. <laughs> His boy just, Dax. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying, like in general, people are like, "Wow, that podcast is getting paid. That person's getting paid." And and you know, that's the point zero zero one percent. Yeah. But, but people know the word at least too now. When I started, I saw started it by myself. It was a music podcast. I would okay. play like unsigned bands. Oh, nice. I did it for a while, you know. But my to explain it to my brother-in-law, I didn't want to tell anyone I was doing a podcast. And he goes, "What are you doing? What's this nerdy thing? What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> then cut to a year later, he wants to do a show with me. We do that show for five years. We get on our local FMAM radio, and uh, he's the biggest podcast guy I know now. And he was anti, you know, just anti kind of nerd technology, all that. And now he's his biggest, you know, he loves it. And it just shows you the landscape of podcasting. Right. I mean, now yep. it's on your phone. I mean, it's built. there's apps built in that get you the, the show. So I don't know where it's going to go, you know, in a couple of years, but... I still don't like bringing it up around family or friends. I, what is? What's this? Is this a whole explanation? It is. Like, well, there's that, and then in the back of my head, I'm like, I'm talking to somebody who's. I don't want to have that. Like, oh well, I'll have to check it. No, you don't want to check it yeah, out. Well, you will not like it. Well, you well, won't understand anything we th talk there, about. There's that, know? and there's also like, if I'm if I'm around uh, like family members, I'm like, yeah, I don't really want you listening to my show. Yes. <laughs> in a way, so yeah, they're gonna hear true. jerk socks. They're gonna hear you know some pretty even with the band. Like, yeah. you know, let me know next time you're playing. Yeah. I'll, I'll come out and see. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah it, the self-advertising is very... Uh, it's easy to figure out if you really want to come. Right. I'm happy to have you. Yeah. But Here uh, it is. I'd rather just skip this uncomfortable conversation. So. Well, the worst I did was... Pass the peas. I went to a wedding. It was a very white 
upper class, very rich wedding. Mm-hmm. So I came back sure, on the podcast. This is your wedding, right? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> and I had thoughts about it. I was like, let me talk about this wedding while I talk about it in detail, not in really a good manner. Yeah. Cut to a few weeks later, my wife works with someone that was who that was their wedding. And she goes, oh, yeah, he's been listening to your podcast for weeks now. And I went, Uh-oh. oh, my <laughs> God. I was like, no. So, yeah, you're right, man. Like, you don't want family listening, for sure. You know, it, I mean, it's like, ugh. It's well, just, I'm positive my stepbrother doesn't listen. Otherwise, he would have reached out. Uh, ah, fuck you, go. Eric. <laughs> See, that's, all, that's how you can, always, you that's also how you can find out who's listening who's not. <laughs> that's the podcast show. If you want to have another podcast is listen to, you talk about them. If you don't yes. hear back, they're not that's listening. That's right. They're anymore. not listening. The end. So, uh, I'll tell you this. I'm horrible at that. Yeah. I, I hear shout-outs on your show all the time. I never like, eh. Well, now with Libsyn, you can kind of look where your downloads are, so you can kind of go, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Baco that's downloaded true. it. There's that's one right. download there. So. That's right. <laughs> you have Perfect. to show me that so I can start doing that. Yeah, right. It's pretty, yep. Yep. it's pretty cool. Well, I, I reach out to you on a lot of random stuff as it is. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. He knows I listen, I think, so I, I hope I've proven it. But I just... Yeah, I, you, know, you guys are, uh, like I said, just you're it, man. So people come here. They'll get you stuff. I mean, you've got faces on the That's table. Right. <laughs> Fan faces. I mean, yeah. no one else has that. That's yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Come on. And, um, you know, because the first time I heard about you guys was on Michael Butler's mm. podcast. Ah, the infamous oh, interview, yeah. And really? No, and nothing really good about you guys. No. More like the meaning... No, it was uh, th- that was the, the beginning of the morning zoo. Yes. Yeah. That was the, hey, a bunch of morning zoo clowns. <laughs> but we still think that, that was a conf- he was confusing us with another certain uh, podcast. Yeah, because he, he, he said something else. There was two in reference. Yes. Yeah, so. There was a, which we won't mention, but but that's, I think that he was thinking of a different show. For sure, probably. But now that we aren't, not that we don't have silly sound know, There was a lot of supposed drama out of that first one that every time I went, like, Lamoro had that uh, right after re- review. That's true. And I listen to it, and I'm like, what? what is it people hearing that they're upset about right. here? I mean, yeah, it's, it's kind of blunt, but I don't disagree with the damn thing he said. Right. And, and uh, I felt the same way when, because it's like someone's, oh, did you hear what they said about you, know, like Michael Butler? And I listened to it, and I'm like, I don't know. I, no, I know what the phrase was. is like, yeah, if you want to go listen to some morning zoo bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah right, yeah. <laughs> then go listen to these clowns. And and I, but you actually you know listened what? as a result? Yeah, I did listen. <laughs> I did listen, I and it. I went... <laughs> This is actually like good. I mean, to hook someone on one episode—that's that's, that's kind of crazy. I mean, because I, I listen hilarious. to me podcasts, I'm like, I'm out. I just don't, you know, just not doing it for me. Not that it's bad, but it's, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I got hooked on. I said, well, let me start listening to these guys. That's and, so funny, though. So yeah, I've forgotten all about that. I remember Chris called me on the phone about that, like the next week or whatever, and I'm like, dude, all I did was talk to Butler. I, I mean, I don't even know these people. Uh, you, it was like some uh, kind of like uh, Patreon or some kind of uh, yeah. that you paid to. Right. To, to so yeah, I said I've been doing this since. So Seven, Butler was one of the people that of course. inspired me to do it. Yeah, I went, okay. Back then, back then there was, you know, maybe thousands of podcasts. Right. And so Only. I was like, if this, he can, I'm going to do it, you know. And so I've been a fan of his since then. So yeah, it was a Patreon, sit down. You know, he was trying to get flown out here or whatever. So I paid the money and got to do an episode with him. And that episode got released and the community was not happy with it. And I'm looking back, I mean, it's Butler being Butler. I mean, like, there's, I guess because I'm familiar with him, I know that. Maybe that's why it didn't. See, I didn't make that, that connection. You were on the episode where that was on. Okay. Oh yeah, that's dude. That's, that's the, I have to go back and listen to that. That's the failed podcaster line. That's a good. All right. One. Yeah. Oh, it was right, like good, on good. a Facebook comment. I'm like, wait, what? You know, so oh. I don't know. After a while, you just you learn to embrace the negative comments because they sure. actually make you laugh. You know, you're like, all right, I'll well, I like. Oh, you, you, you got absolutely. You got you got to embrace the hate. Yes. Right. I mean, you got what do you say? If you if you have ten haters, you're doing better than some. 
everybody with five. Yes, that's true. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I've posted. Right. I've literally done graphic off some of the bad ones we got, and I was. I love it. Like that's 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 yeah. our title right. card right there. Yeah, you know, right. That stuff out there. Right. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. You, you guys uh, do a great job of just kind of opening up about a lot of personal stuff too. Yeah. So uh, I relate to that quite a bit. We we do that somewhat, but it's. I think we're maybe a little more ridiculous than what yeah, we talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I've been told I'm only playing a character. Nothing I talk about is real. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. But, you know, some of y'all's just <laughs> many troubles that turn into, you know, your car problems, you know. Yeah. You know. What was yours about moving something? And it was cold outside. I just remember you're like, it was negative 40. Oh, you were changing a tire. Oh, Oh, it was my battery. A battery. That's yes. what it was. Yes, and like you're like it's negative forty. I remember it's Valentine's going, Day. I went to my wife and I said, if we ever move somewhere, it's negative forty. I'm out. Like no way. <laughs> I, I've I've been hit with negative five winds. That I was thought, with the windshield yes. though. It was only like negative ten. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> negative five hit me. I thought I was ready to lay down and die. I was yeah. like, I'm done. Like I'm giving up on life. Yes. So. Yes. But yes, all these funny situations you get into, you do incorporate them in the show. I mean, and they're great stories and they stick with me. You know, so cool. it's. It's all, you know, for anyone. Something small can turn into something, correct? a great story, you know. Yeah, I, yeah and it's, it's helped me uh, uh, from a therapy standpoint to embrace the pain. Like, this is great show material. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. I can't wait. Some for terrible sure. shit has to happen. Yeah, th- w- this year, though, like, what do you got for travel? It's like, plane leaves on time? Yes. At plane leaves on time. Is it boring? Oh, my God, I got nothing to talk right. about. Right. I mean, this is lame. Yeah, that's my yeah. thing. You know, you know I, I need something to happen. I got to talk about something. That's right. So. Yeah, so the, the day is young. So. That's, yeah, that's, that's true. Sure. That's true. We're going to screw up these interviews. So then they'll have something oh, to talk absolutely. about. Absolutely. Are you kidding? Yes, I, yes. I'm not, yeah, I got nothing. Nope. I got nothing for this, guys. This guys. <laughs> but thanks, David. Yeah, yes. we should probably wrap guys. this up. But, okay. Uh, yeah, check out uh, Blame Your Brother. Yeah, BYBpod.com, right? Got it. All Thank right. You. Done. All right. Here with Craig Gass, comedian Craig uh, Gass. Yes. No, I am. I, I, I might want to Google that. Yeah. Craig Gass. <laughs> That's right. Who is uh, this? Craig Gass. Yes. Yeah. Craig Gass. I wanted to let you know, because you probably aren't aware, but I'm a bit of an impressionist myself. And oh, I, no shit. I was going to work on one, my own Craig Gass one, but then I realized I don't know what your actual voice sounds like. <laughs> Are you ever not doing an impression? I've heard that a lot. And, uh, <laughs> that, like, what is my uh, actual voice sound like? And it all, like... I was a weird kid, man. I grew up in a deaf family. Like, everyone in my family's, my mom, my dad, my sister are all completely deaf. So I couldn't learn how to talk from my family. I learned how to talk by copying all the voices I heard on TV. Sure. So I was always mimicking uh, all the voices I heard on TV, and I was a weird fucking kid. I was, like, talking like Howard Cosell and the font. Like. <laughs> nice. And then hey. as I got older, hey. um, when I start partying as a teenager... I was able to uh, really effectively do adult voices to be able to call friends' parents and say, he's okay, he's uh, Oh, nice, you can cover. be all right. Like, yeah. yeah, so nice. it, it, it came in handy to be able to uh, save yourself from uh, uh, potentially bad situations. But yeah, what does my voice sound like? I have no idea. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, so you've been here, uh, did you just get here? I got or in that- uh, a couple days ago because I was, I was doing uh, press this week because we're also doing... Um, shows out here uh, me and Don Jameson and right. Courtney Cronin yep. are doing a couple of shows at the Wine Down this weekend so we've, we've been here doing that and uh, doing the the fine film Fan of the Park tonight at the correct? Phantom of the Park and uh, I've been promoting this uh, I started a podcast with a, a really funny comedian friend of mine the name of the podcast is called Your Music Sucks 
Um, oh, I love that show. Wait, uh, no, no, I'm thinking of your favorite band sucks. So your music sucks. Is your music sucks. Where uh, Brian, my buddy's into jam bands. I'm into hard rock. And once <laughs> oh, a week, we send each other uh, one of our favorite songs we grew up listening to, and uh, we critique it and just basically shit on each other's music. And and what's interesting is we're also breaking each other's uh, songs lyrics down, where we both end up realizing, wow. This music I'm listening to is really fucking stupid. Like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't right. realize these lyrics are so stupid until someone with some fresh ears comes in and fresh sure. eyes yeah. and says, "What the fuck does this mean?" And you go, "I don't know. I just sang along to it." I, I, think, I, you think, know? I think instinctively we all know it's pretty stupid. We just still like it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, there's some music. Like, is there any music you grew up listening to that? Didn't age well. Like you were a like, huge fan as a teenager. <laughs> oh, come on, yeah. yeah. Most, Half of, my most of what you're seeing here yeah. uh, this weekend. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, uh, I I grew up thinking that like, guy there, right behind you. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I grew up thinking yeah. everything past uh, that was that happened before my favorite bands of those '80s metal bands. Everything before that is lame old people music. And as I've gotten older, I find myself appreciating that music more than the bands I grew up with. Sure, like the Who and. Uh, Hendrix and you know uh, classic Aerosmith and yeah. you know so yeah that's kind of weird but I hear you well, that's cool of- so you got the podcast going on now too and uh, so your first impressions just getting here and everything you were here three years ago yeah Rocky Pod yeah two. three yeah. for the calendar years yeah Gene Simmons from <laughs> Kiss. All Gene right. Simmons is walking by the table right now. That's right. Gentlemen. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's for, beautiful. First impression. <laughs> for, oh, nice. Uh, that's be a, what you don't see right. is um, uh, you gotta get a picture of that. Yeah. One of the oh, hosts of the show is now going down on Gene Simmons. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, you gotta get that. There's a lot of visuals going oh, on yes. here. That is hilarious. All right. That is. I'm glad you picked him. A lot of visuals. All right. A lot of visuals. I can't wait to share that with my mom. Fist bump oh, from Gene Simmons. Right you. here. Well done. Good what costume. was your question? I'll see you soon, uh, Gene. Right, yeah. Compare Rock and Pod 2 to now. I mean, uh, the last one was kind of in a bar almost. The um, yeah, it was a little... Um, I mean, it's clearly bigger this year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, um, Every year. And it's gotten... like I, I saw the names coming up, and more names were getting added. Like I, talk, I saw Tommy Skeo got added in the last couple weeks, and I was like, holy shit. It's getting bigger and bigger every time you come back. So. Yep. I'm um, pretty uh, stoked to be a part of it. Um, but, yeah, it's obviously bigger is the answer. More squish. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I can't remember where I was going there. Oh, a lot of what we do on our show is, uh, like, we do tear into we make fun of what we love. artists. Like, you know, I mean. Awesome. Um, yes. So it, it, it sounds like a lot of what you're doing. I, I almost appreciate the music more when I just am bluntly honest with, like, you were just talking. Like, you realize, like, something you like actually kind of sucks, but... Yeah, but you yeah. still enjoy it. Yeah, there's uh, there was a point. I don't know what the fuck happened. There was a point where I started to realize as I got older that some of the bands I really loved were assholes. Oh, <laughs> like it you just hit me like yeah. like You're it did, no 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 kids, like <laughs> as a kid I'm I'm mm. whatever kind of uh, rebellion in me and and aggressiveness I felt as a teenager that was kind of misguided. I loved that rebellious part of these bands that I was growing up listening to and then I got to an age where I was like oh man these guys are a bunch of dicks like I wouldn't <laughs> want to hang out with these guys okay. like right. and Fair you enough. realize it's not cool being dicks all the time like you just you just start to 
you develop your frontal lobes, I think is what happens. Mm. And you start be having some empathy. Look, look right? at this. Yes, so, yes. And that's what happened to me. So Okay. Um, but still love some of that music, and uh, but just developed more of an appreciation for older music that had more context. And uh, and more thought behind it. So okay, yeah. well, that's mm, a very is, deep answer. Yes, uh, it yeah. is. Look at this. Uh, I was just gonna have him say. Should terrible. I have just done dick jokes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I, was, I was just gonna. Uh, we were just gonna give you terrible things to say as Gene Simmons. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> here's the thing: as Gene Simmons from Kiss, I'm telling you, if you missed any part of this podcast, you can download it for forty nine ninety five at kissonline.com. Boom. That's right. Right on. So give me an example of, of you guys shitting on a band that's really oh, connected with people. It, it's that basically, we just we just make fun of what we love. Like, we, we, Blabbermouth is is the only reason we exist, is we just go, it's, there's no other genre that has so many knuckleheads behind this that, that, that make yeah. the music, right? Yeah. Like, there's Chris Jericho and Sebastian Bach getting into it. We, we did yeah. an impersonation where we read each other's tweets yeah. back at each other. Jericho um, back and forth. It's, uh, Blackie Lawless, Finding Jesus, and then giving up throwing meat into the audience. He's yeah. just like... That was the big tra- changing, what am, what am I life doing changing with thing my from? life? You know, he's like meet that kind of shit. You know, that's yeah. well, it's fascinating. It's you know, people change, but it's fascinating when the people you respect and admire change. You know, <laughs> I remember tripping out on uh, Brian uh, from Corn, uh, getting really religious, yeah. and then leaving the band, and then just kind of going uh, on a uh, traveling around the world in search of his faith and then coming back to corn and still having like a strong faith it's a trip to to witness and but i'm glad he's back it's interesting i was watching that did you see that kiss uh, that new documentary yes on yes. any isn't it is it somewhere in that documentary where somebody says um you know people want that original group to get back together but nobody ever tells a divorced couple like come on man just just stay together for us right, yeah, right. was it in that documentary that they uh, said yeah, that? They, probably i've that's, definitely that's heard that. one of those guys use that analogy before and it's a great analogy yeah. that i've never thought about that like wow that's that's a great point when things aren't working you know we as fans of these bands want them to stay together for us and just because we see that chemistry but we don't know what's going on the other 23 hours of the day when they're hanging out with each other i think yeah. especially with kiss i actually wrote a lengthy piece for decibel geek uh, a few years back explaining to kiss fans trying to talk them off the ledge they have enough they've done enough it's okay if they don't exist right you don't need to do all these things to keep it going you know it's like i don't want paul to lip sync and all these things that bother me right but anyway it, it, it is fascinating because it seems like rock fans in general our, our generation don't want to leave it behind ever they just want more and stay together and it's yeah it's, and it's not it's, great you know well think about when metallica cut their hair and uh, yeah. when Metallica cut their hair and they started playing uh, not super speedy on meth and people would get upset about that like you fucking sold out man and, and it's like but people change it's like you don't look the same way right. that you did when you were in high school right. you change you evolve so yeah and, and as, as far as about changing it seemed like when you started doing the impression of, uh, of Gene for example it maybe was the right time because I think that's Right oh, when dude. he started, he started looking at himself not as serious. Am I right about that kind of like? Yeah, like, I've talked like, about this before that um, his son Nick, yeah, comes out to the comedy store a lot. At least before the pandemic, he'd come out to the comedy store a lot, and he would tell me that um, my timing. He said, "Dude, you you showed up with that Gene Simmons impression right as my dad started to get a sense of humor about himself. <laughs> like if you had shown up, Probably even took a stuck back. Yeah, he said, yeah, he would say like if you had even shown up." Even like a couple years earlier, doing that impression, my dad would have just hunted you down and beat the shit out of you. But he, you know, yeah. he really because uh, he was somewhat uncomfortable on the. Uh, 
God, it was like, I remember when Howard Stern would start having the actual video versions of the shows you yeah. could like subscribe to. Yeah. When you were on there for the first time, like he was a little uncomfortable with it at first, I thought. Oh, dude, yeah. When Gene showed up the first time, I, I was scared. I was like, oh okay. my God, this, this guy's going to beat the shit out of me. And, you know, and Gary's like, hey, Gene Simmons is here. He wants to beat the shit out of Craig. And I was like, what? He what? You know, right, he's right. in the building. He's in the building. And I was like, well, don't let him up. And it's like, well, all the security guards are big Kiss fans. They've already let him in without a pass. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I was fucking scared to death. By the way, I want to point out his son, Nick. Really great guy, um, handsome kid, right? He's like six foot six, <laughs> yeah, handsome yeah. kid, and like his dad, he's he's got beautiful women all the time. I remember one time he saw me outside the comedy store. He was with this girl that was like, she must have been twenty one, and she was stunning. And Nick looks at me and goes, "Oh my god, oh my god!" And he looks at the girl and goes, oh, "Okay, so Craig's a really funny comedian. <laughs> he does impressions of my dad." And uh, okay, what Craig? Do, do Christopher Walken for her. Do Christopher Walken. And I look at this girl and I go, "Hold on a sec. Do you know who Christopher Walken is?" And she goes, "No." And Nick goes, "No, no, no. You'll know. You'll know. As soon as he does it, you'll know." So I look at this girl and I go, "Listen, I, I don't know if you know who this guy is, but he's a guy who sounds really weird. And every once in a while, he says the word cowbell. Pow! Right. And she looked at me and she went. Good nope. for you. And I was like, yeah. Nick, you fucking asshole. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, don't ever See? do that to me. Good for you, she said. See? You uh, you weirdo with old man impressions. Good for you. And I was like, God damn it. That's fucking right. Nick. Yeah, yeah. I love Nick. A long time ago, I might have it wrong, but you did a bit. Uh, it was on Howard Stern, and uh, they were talking to Lars Ulrich, and you were, you did your voice of Gene. Something about a new song that they had, and you're like, I liked it better the first time when it was called Beth. It wasn't on Howard. It was in okay. St. Louis, Missouri, with okay. a guy named Woody who used to work at K-Rock with us. I think he was the midday guy. Like, Howard, we were on vaguely between 10, 30, and 11, whenever Howard wanted to wrap the show. And Woody was our midday guy. Now Woody is doing mornings at an alternative station in um, Los Angeles. Okay. And Woody, I remember um, when he got to St. Louis, he said, um, when you come in, to town, you can hang out my whole show, like all afternoon from two to six. And I was like, cool, man, I'm definitely going to take you up on that. And when I came in, he had Lars Ulrich on the phone from his house in San Francisco. And he kept Lars on for over an hour. No commercials, no uh, songs, and no delay. And every fifth word out of Lars's mouth is a doozy. And uh, and then when I walked in, I was like, dude, am I, am I going on? He goes, I can't get rid of him. Like he goes, like, and Lars. So we hatched a plan on how to wrap up the interview with Lars while Lars was talking to St. Louis. <laughs> and my buddy cuts him off and goes, "Hey, Lars, I'm just gonna uh, cut you off real quick. Uh, 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 for those just joining the broadcast, we have Lars Orwich on the phone from his house in San Francisco. Uh, Lars Orwich, the drummer Metallica. Lars, uh, you're not gonna believe this, but we have a couple special guests." And he started pointing me towards one of the microphones, and I went, "No, no." And he goes, "We have Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons are in the studio right now. Uh, say hi, guys." And <laughs> Lars goes. Is that really Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons? And yeah, yeah, say hi. Hey, Lars, this is Paul Stanley, and this is Gene Simmons from KISS. Nice. And I'm going to get right to the point, Lars. A lot of people steal from KISS, but on the new Metallica record, you've gone a little too far. I want you to name one song on the new Metallica record that you think is completely original. And Lars goes, I think all the songs are... Pretty original. I said, right, but if you had to name one song, what would it be? <laughs> I guess if I had to pick one song, I guess it'd be, and he gave me a song title, and I said, that's a great song, Lars, but I'm going to be honest with you. 
I liked it a lot better the first time I heard it when it was called Beth. And he goes, <laughs> how do you hear Beth in the middle of Metallica? So it doesn't make any sense. And he started arguing with a fake Paul Stanley <laughs> and a fake Gene Simmons. At one point, my buddy throws in, like, hey, uh, Christopher Walken's doing an interview in the next room. Do you want to talk to him? Is that really Christopher Walken? <laughs> it is. <laughs> Lars, I love Metallica because I love cocaine. I love cocaine. <laughs> and then I started talking as Phil and Samo at one point. He's still arguing with a fake Paul and a fake Gene. Unreal. And then my buddy goes, hey, you're not going to believe this. Sam Kinison just walked in. And I said, hey, guys, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, Lars, I used to hang out with you when we used to do a lot of blow. Oh, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and Lars Ulrich goes, didn't that guy die like 15 <laughs> years ago? And we go, yeah, it's really weird. And then finally my buddy goes, hey, that's really Lars, weird. that's a comedian. His name's Craig Gass. And... Uh, and he's uh, just wanted to have some fun with us today. And Lars said, dude, are you going to be in St. Louis when we get there? And I said, no, I actually live in New York, so I will not be here when you come to St. Louis. <laughs> and he said, well, the next time you come out to a Metallica show, I'd love to hang out with you. And I was like, I'd love to hang out with you. Sure. And that in itself I thought was awesome. But when yeah. I got back to New York, our producer, Gary Delabate, came up to me and said, hey, you're not going to believe this. But apparently one of the guys in Metallica is trying to get a hold of you. you got to call this guy, Electro Records. And that led to me flying to Denver to host a radio show with Lars. That was a promotion for St. Anger. And then led to a friendship with him, which was fucking bizarre. That's An unbelievably cool. nice guy. So. You, the, I dig you, it. You, had, you did your Sam Kinison impersonation. You did that in the... You're the voice See, of him in Polly Shore's Dead? That's right, yeah. yeah uh, the voice of him, and I also did the voice of Adam Sandler on, in that movie. Adam Sandler retracted, and <laughs> during his recording sessions, they asked Adam, "Can you do it more like Craig?" <laughs> and they made it like Adam trying to like, and they go, "No, right, no, right, do right. it like the way Craig did." <laughs> right. Yeah, so which is obnoxious, and I I feel terrible that Adam was given those directions, but yes. Uh, that's awesome. See, the Lars impression I was unaware of. That's spot on. I dig it. That's yeah, a bit it's of an obscure movie. I assume you've seen it. It's a great movie. I think it's funny. It's an unbelievably great movie. I mean, the premise of it, it's so self-effacing for Pauly yeah. that um, he sees that when Chris Farley dies, there's an outpouring of love mm -hmm. of, of people saying, you know what? He was so funny. He was so amazing. Pauly's like, maybe if I fake my death, mm -hmm. everyone will come out and say, oh, my God, he was so funny. And then I can be like, guys, I'm still here. Which he does, and the whole world is like, oh, you're a fucking asshole. And they fucking, the whole world hates him. Right. And, and it totally backfires, and then uh, it's, it's just a, it's a great premise for a movie, so. Very cool. Are you friends with Polly? Yeah, I just saw him uh, two weeks ago, uh, unfortunately, at the memorial of a very funny comedian who we all love named Carl LeBeau who was Sam Kinison's best friend that he started out with and would open up all of Sam Kinison's shows. And uh, Paulie gave a very touching uh, tribute to Carl at the memorial. And, um, yeah, it was very sweet. I'm, I'm laughing because uh, Carl had such a great sense of humor that... Do you guys know who Brian Regan is? Oh, yes. Yeah, Brian Regan, one of the funniest comedians on the planet. Yeah. Also, squeaky clean. Exactly. Doesn't curse at all. And is one of the <laughs> most successful comedians and one of the funniest comedians. And... Uh, Carl, <laughs> before he passed away, he said, uh, I don't know if I should be sharing this story. <laughs> before he passed away, Carl showed me this text exchange that he was really proud of. Brian sent him a text saying, hey, how's it hanging? <laughs> and uh, I don't know why, but I think his text messages sound just like him. And uh, Carl replies, I don't appreciate your sense of humor. 
<laughs> Carl yes. passed away in his sleep last night. Who the hell is this? <laughs> and there was no response for an hour. And then Carl texted, I uh, had an erection for the first time in a month earlier this morning. I put on your Netflix special. Haven't been able to get hard since. <laughs> and right. Brian responded, uh, well, I'll make sure to put that warning in my specials now. That's right. <laughs> and uh, um, I told that story at the memorial. Brian Regan goes up after me and says, um, you know, what Craig said is true, but what he doesn't know is that a week later I texted Carl and said, hey, how are you? How are you feeling? And Carl sent a video of someone performing CPR on him and pounding his chest. They gave me the video, and they said, dude, post it, and it's on my Instagram right now. It's, it's uh, yeah. So if you want to see a really funny video, including the moment where the guy giving him CPR looks in the camera and says, does that answer your question, Carl? Or, or does that answer your question, Brian? It's amazing. I feel like the story's a little too dark right now, but I'm telling you, as a comedian, yes. it's fucking hilarious. There like you go. Look at it on Instagram. It's at Craig Gas Comedy with two S's. Done. Uh, just real quick, you're kind of confusing. Get up here. You got a Seattle uh, um, Mariners Mariners baseball cap and a Phoenix Suns T-shirt. Uh, yep. Do you live somewhere in between? I'm from New York. <laughs> I'm from New York, and Yankee fans, uh, when I was growing up, uh, were such mean people that uh, I defected and uh, decided to become a fan of. Uh, I called myself an independent fan for a long time. My career started in Seattle, and when I got to Seattle. Three of my favorite Yankees were, were in Seattle. Lou Pinello was the head coach, and Willie Randolph was there, and Goose Gossage. And so I became a Mariners fan. And I lived in Arizona. I spent my formative years in Arizona doing a lot of cocaine, and, and that was where. <laughs> okay. Speaking of cocaine, here's my two Coke dealers right, right. here. That's right. I, I think we're, we have to wrap up with you. Here. Franco and Jose, my two Coke dealers, they, uh, they, they're here from Miami. Okay, good. They're big time. They follow you around, man. You got the package? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Undercover, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so what was the question? I'm sorry. Well, I, I think we actually have to wrap it up now. There, we have them next. Uh, and, and you've been very gracious with your yeah. time. I think we've gone a little bit over. But, so. but, Thank uh, you, sir. But you want we want to have more comedians on the show because we, we, we try to be funny, but we, we need a lot of help. So Yes, yes. Well, tell your audience to come find me, and uh, I'll send you more comedians your way. Right so. on. Perfect. Absolutely. Thanks, Greg. Thank you, dude. And uh, right. go to getgas.com for all the info. Get gas there we with go. two S's for the podcast, your music sucks, and all the other, and then the video of people dying. All right. Perfect. Have fun for the rest of the oh, weekend, wait, too. Wait, wait, before he goes, yep. have him, uh, oh, can yeah. you do uh, like this in Gene's voice? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, let me set this down. Get everybody in here. Yeah, let me get, you guys yeah, go Good evening. How are you, man? All right. This is fantastic. <laughs> All right. How's it going? Success. Right <laughs> it was a knot. Ago. Oh, did you finally get that out? <laughs> All right, uh, we're here with the the, the the talisman. The talisman. That's right. Two of them anyway. Yeah, two uh, of them. That's right. We got Ryan and Jeremy. Ryan and here. Excited to talk to you guys today. What do you think about the expo so far? Love it. Yeah. Uh, man, it was like jumping into cold water. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, it was pretty packed when I got here this morning, so it was like instant barrage of stimulus and people and conversations. And 
I've not had a full cup of coffee yet. <laughs> sure, yeah, you just got just right in and everything like that. And like like last uh, last one too. I mean, you, you can see it grow even from the last one, right? When you guys did the whole performance. Well, here's the deal. Uh, I'm still kind of new to the podcast world. Sure. I mean, I know that seems pretty silly, but I am. And last, like you said, last year was the first one we did. We couldn't do the first two because we were actually on through with Gene yep. at the time. Yep. So that conflicted. Um, of, of Kiss. Of, yeah. yeah. Craig, Craig Guess was of just Kiss, on. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we need Craig here. And uh, so last year being the first one, man, I'm still just blown away again by the turnout and... Yeah, it seems how, like it doubles in size every time. It really does. This it, one, this I'm, one's I'm impressed. I'm big time. Beyond impressed. I think it's really cool. Well, so I, 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 I let's start give a little background just in case anybody. The, the Talisman, you guys are the backup band basically for Ace Freely and Gene Simmons. That's right. Yep. That's uh, right. And you were the rock and roll residency yep. as well. Yep. And he and I were a big rock show. I mean, look, there have been so many incarnations of stuff we've done together. Yeah. Those two are just the ones that you guys noticed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I, I heard of the rock and residency through Decibel Geek. Yep. And then uh, we actually saw you guys in St. Paul play with Gene. Yeah. And, and Ace Baseball Stadium. Look, that was a big oh, day yeah. for all of us. When I Ace mean, came out too? Yeah. That was the first time we ever, but you know, Cheap Trick was That's there. Right, right. You know, man, that was just such a great I day. I got to tell you something. As great as that night was, I still refuse to say, because Cheap Trick, we played the same night as Cheap Trick. Right. Because I always see people, because they, the way the band was built, they went on first that night. I refuse to say that Cheap Trick opened for us. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, just, I refuse to say that, that Cheap Trick opened for anybody. Don, a lot they, of bands. They, they yeah. should have been. Yeah, they were like no, the Cheap first Trick ones. opened for Gene, and we happened to be playing for Gene. That's right. Right. And that's how it is. But man, you. what a good night! That stadium was really nice. Beautiful weather. I don't, weather. Know, if you, oh, I don't yeah, know if you guys remember. That was the first time in 13 years that Gene and Ace have been on stage together. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, I know it was the first time since whatever, but no, it was it was random how that even like came <laughs> came to be. How we're, we're, I, I'm not even my favorite part was and, when the people started coming up for rock and roll all night, and Ace wasn't really prepared for that. Yeah. And he, you know, he was like, "How many people come up here?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, every night uh, for the last song when we played with Gene, he would invite the crowd on stage. Right. Uh, that's the fans' favorite part, and. That's the part where they come and break all of our stuff and step on it. There you go. <laughs> and steal our picks. <laughs> Ace wasn't ready for that, huh? Okay. I gotcha. No, he didn't have the best balance, so he was like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Now that's cool. That was, that was a very, uh, very great, it was a great night. We had a meet and greet, too. So we actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. So we that's got great. with them and everything like that. Uh, was, Don Felder played that night, too. And we yes, backed up Don right. Felder. Yeah. Jeremy got to yep. do the Hotel California solo with Don, the, the harmony Pretty part. Pretty cool. And then the one thing that was funny is Rick Nielsen came up and played Pride in Georgia with us that night, and uh, all, all Felder did was complain about Rick being too loud. And we're like, it's Rick Nielsen, dude. That's right. <laughs> I think at the end, too, Gene just said, everybody get down here, get get on the actual yeah. uh, area here. But that yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that so, was So moving to the Ace, like you got the whole tour coming up here with uh, Alice Cooper as Very well. Exciting. And uh, so it's, what's kind of the... Are you gearing, gearing up new set list? Uh, yep. We're finding out right now. So we've been emailing with our TM, um, with our tour manager, about what's the set list going to be this time. So we're spitballing. We have our wish list. Sure. We don't know what it's going to be yet. Do you guys have any influence on that? Uh, have you no, convinced not really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, about the only way that got influenced is one time we were playing Watching You at Soundcheck, and 
that wound up being in the set after that. And the okay. same thing happened with She, right? Yep. And then that wound up being on, on the, the record because it was going really good. How many Kiss songs could you guys just play on it? Oh, man. Like, I don't even like have a right number. Now. There's so many. Right now, uh, if we're stopping at Lick It Up, I could probably I could probably get through all of them. Wow. Yeah, you know what? I'm not really well versed in the... In the the 80s kiss okay. after I mean I know the records and of course I right, own right. all of them but if you handed a guitar I could probably play Crazy Nights for you right now yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what all look right. it up it's all A you uh, just mute the A so look yeah, it up exactly. like, <laughs> there you go it's done uh, they, they, you, you guys obviously have learned just between both bands in, in the rock and roll and you mentioned uh, a ton of other people's music does that help shape your style absolutely as far as like absolutely because the one thing I like about you guys you learn the songs right or at least the right voice vibe, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. A lot of Man, I try to go like the like the fan knows it. Yeah. yeah. They don't really want to hear my take on it. They, they want to hear it the way they know it. So that's the way I, I kind of approach it anyway. Yeah. Like guys like Dimebag, that's the way they would, if it, when he ripped off a cover, it still sounded like him, right. but it was like... Well, man, those guys are lucky enough to have, like, really invented their own identifiable yeah. style. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm very comfortable with the fact that that's not me. I do a completely <laughs> different thing. I, yeah. I wasn't trying to take a shot. No, no, it's okay. I mean, no, no, no man. No, I mean, no, you know, no. you got those guys, and you can hear them. And I mean, if you hear me play, you can't go, that's Jeremy Osbrock, you yeah. know, and... I'm more than comfortable with that. I'm I'm good at what I do, and my my thing is to like deliver the music the way the audience knows it, expects it. Like you're not gonna play a song like Turn Up the Radio and not do that guitar solo. Right. If you don't, sure. It just it you're, well, you know. I wanted to do like a my take on it. You know, <laughs> you know, because I, I want to hear your take. It's such an orchestrated solo that thing, Detroit Rock City. Yeah, it's yeah. such an orchestrated oh. solo. You know, it's like you want to hear that gotta thing. Be that. You know, and there's Aaron Camaro right yeah. there, rock star. <laughs> Um, but no, man, it's, you know, I, it, it totally does. When you're, especially you're growing up learning a lot of songs, it definitely shapes your style because you're, you're learning from a certain genre and the songwriting, you learn, you know, how to build a song, how to orchestrate a song. So I follow you on Instagram and you have a lot of guitar porn. Uh, you have, <laughs> you, that, that black V of yours with the kind of diamond or rhinestone encrusted. Yep. Oh. Thank you. That's a 76 oh. reissue. Uh, you played it at the last uh, oh, yeah. Rock and Pod, right? And uh, it's very Paul Stanley, uh, my homage to Paul, because, you know, Paul was, in the 70s, Paul had a black flying V that he was on the road putting Swarovski crystals on. And you'll see different photos of that guitar on the tour, and it'll have more. You can see the stages of him rhinestoning the whole guitar. So yeah. I did the pit guard on mine, but a lot of people don't know that uh, that guitar got stolen from Paul on tour in the 70s, and he never oh, got it very back. Very cool. And Ryan did I, I all that did studying himself. Yeah, I did it myself. <laughs> the guy that does Paul's guitars, Ryan yeah. Stones them now, sent me the crystals to do my own. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Thanks. I love that one. I well, also, I uh, hold your cat. <laughs> oh, man. Zha Zha Lala. They both just turned a year. They're eight weeks apart. We got them during COVID. <laughs> a lot of people got Oh, they're animals. Literally. These yeah. animals are animals. That's right. <laughs> I had a kid during COVID instead, man. Yeah. I went for it. There you go. That's a little more nice. work, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Jeremy's always busy. <laughs> so, so changing gears a little bit, uh, let's talk about this comedy show. Yeah? Yeah. A lot of, I mean, obviously you guys are comfortable getting up and playing with everybody all the time, but that's, got, that's a different Well, like different I told game. many people, man, after doing five years of residency shows, and you know, yeah. there's some time in between songs when you're changing out musicians or whatever, and you got to fill that space. So, man, I've already told way more bad jokes <laughs> at the Mercy Lounge <laughs> than my set. <laughs> and, you know, like... 
I've already I've already told bad jokes there, so I, okay. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Oh, this won't come out until after that. Do you want to give us a sneak peek of one of your jokes? Oh, Mine is yeah. all dad jokes. Really? Dad, dad jokes? problems. Can we get okay. one? Well, they're not really jokes. They're, they're just stories. Kind of, we have more stories. Yeah, it's more like uh, stories. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, it's... But, uh, but you're working with Craig and Courtney and... Uh, yeah, that definitely helps. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Although, like, they didn't really make up the stuff. Like, right. his and mine are more, like, story-based, so we just kind of fed them these... Funny. And they helped us kind of, you know, mold them a little bit. But I'm going to tell you this: this was their idea. We didn't, we didn't call them and go, "Hey, you know what? We've been talking about doing stand up. That never happened." Okay. They're okay. like, they're like, we've done this for other guys, like the Faster Pussycat guys and everything. Would you be game? It's like, we're like, all right, we're not doing anything else. Yeah, why not? And, and Craig and Courtney are so nice anyway, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, we love Courtney. I mean, we just met Craig for the first time. Oh, no yeah, way. We've talked to Courtney quite a bit. She's been on the show a bunch. Oh times, yeah. But. Yeah, they're great. But that's, I'm just curious, like, how's those sessions work? Is all the three guys together and they just no. start hashing? Or they separate one on one about your? Oh, oh, oh no! They, they, what they do is we kind of it's kind of scripted a little bit. They, you get in the ideas that that's their forte, so they kind of helped us mold it into something. And they came to my house here tonight. And we ordered pizza and we went over everybody's <laughs> script Stuff, one at a time. Out, replaced words, cut this, cut that, tighten gotcha. this. I will tell you, it was interesting cool. because they re- there really is a. A method to what oh they're God, doing, yes. and it's not just. But anyway, <clears throat> the things that's easy. I, I never thought easy. I yeah, think the I, hardest thing yeah, is, is having a, a ten minute routine that kills. Oh I mean, my standing God! Standing alone without a guitar to me it makes it hard. That's exactly right. what exactly. I thought. I'm saying. That's going to yeah. be the most uncomfortable part. Yeah, I may right. just. You know what? I just thought of it. I may just wear a guitar through the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I won't plug it in. <laughs> just have it strapped on my shoulder. Oh, a little security blanket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. It'll be fun, you know. It's uh, we don't take ourselves very seriously, so nice, you know. At least not with that. I, I'm definitely not afraid of bombing because I'm not a comedian. <laughs> I'm not trying to do this. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Well, cool. I, I was hoping to get a, some advanced to, some ideas to heckle you, but uh, you're not really giving me much to go <laughs> yeah. off. Of, so. You know, just the standard stuff. Boo, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Mine's gonna be. Uh, let's see about my first record deal. Uh, my childhood daredevil dreams. There's gonna be, uh, you know, dating a professional wrestler. There's there's some things with that. Uh, I have some Kiss Cruise suggestions. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. What's, give, come on, give us a Kiss yeah. Cruise. Well, you know, for example, there's always a, an event with Paul or Gene. You know, it's Cooking. like pick throwing with Gene Simmons sure. or, or cooking Brussels sprouts with Paul Stanley. It's like, okay, I can throw a pick at home. You know, for Gene, it'd be better like all ages fire breathing classes or something Ooh, like see? that. You know? There you go. All that's ages, better one. That's the key. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's all about the kids. Yeah, yeah get the yeah. kids involved in it. <laughs> Very cool. So, you know, we'll see. I'm now picturing a a fire breathing camp for children. Yes. You know, the good news is is we're on water. So if anybody gets. Learn how to blow fire. But seriously, like that that connection though, take, what, how did that come come to be? I forget the story. I've heard it on Decibel Geek at one point. It pretty much was, starts with Ryan. What's that? That just getting hooked up with Gene's oh, band oh. or Jeremy and or I were on the big. Jeremy and I were on every Kiss Cruise with the Big Rock Show. Oh, that's okay. what it was. It even yeah. kind of starts before that, you know, yeah. like 
he's friends with Doc, and yeah. he just had a good reputation and been around the Kiss world for you yeah. know a lot of years. So they were aware of him. Yeah. But then the big rock show part of it musically. Yeah. And Jeremy saw, and I were in okay. that every year. And then the first year that we actually weren't invited to do it, I was on there was with another event with Rachel Bolin, and that's the one before the cruise. Six Man told me. Uh, that Gene had asked for my contact info and wanted to know if he could talk to me on Isn't the boat. Isn't that funny? Gene <laughs> went to Sixth Man to get Ryan's contact info. He, did, he didn't just ask Doc yeah. no, no. who Ryan hangs <laughs> out with. I know, exactly. I know it. But yeah, that's how it, that's how the whole thing started. So uh, the rest of the guys weren't even on the ship when I had that meeting with Gene. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And then we just talked about it. Can you, do you know anybody that would do this with you? And I go, I know two guys right away. And it just went from there. Right on. And awesome. then Gene handed us over to Ace. Yeah, I just remember when that came out because I'd heard of you from Decibel Geek yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And then I was, oh, wait, they're gonna be that's gonna be Gene's band when I see them in, well, in that you know St. Paul. And, 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 uh, and as nice as Chris and Aaron are, you know, they had Big Rock show on Decibel Geek before. I think we even yeah, man. It, okay, you know, I don't even think there was a residency. Yeah, yet. yeah, there wasn't. So they've been they've been really supporting us for and helping us for a long time. They're really helpful. Yeah, they're great guys, man. They are, man. Well, this whole event. Yeah, you know, well, really enjoyed. Last time I saw you guys at the last expo, that Thanks. whole setup you did that that night, and then last night was a blast too. <laughs> last night was great. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thanks for having us. This is you absolutely. know we love this event. It's really cool. I'm glad that we're in town for it this time. Very much. You want to have them yes. say the tagline or? Yes. Good. And they, oh, do you guys have anything you want to promote besides the? Yes, this will, this will be our tour. Yeah, man. Yeah, man we'll, we'll see you this fall. Alice Cooper, Ace Fraley. Kicks off in Guilford, New Hampshire, on September 18th. Ends in Tupelo, Mississippi, on October 22nd. Uh, we're gonna take a couple days off, and then me and Phil and Jeremy as the talisman uh, head to Miami for a Kiss Cruise. Right. Uh, and uh, Cruise Fest. We're doing a oh, Kiss right. Cruise pre-party called Cruise Fest. And then we'll be doing the Kiss Cruise as well. Yeah. Nice. And then after the Kiss Cruise, we come home for, I think, a week. And then we go out for a handful more of Ace dates, just Ace. And then we're done for the year. We'll resume in March of 2022. That's Very great. good, man. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Very what, a, what a great Thanks. way to, to, at this kind of stage of your life, to have that kind of thing Thanks. happen. It's, oh, a, man, it's a great story. They, and it's, oh, it and it's, something it's that, amazing. Uh, I mean, I step, step outside of myself occasionally and, like, look at it like we're these other guys. And it's, it's a, a movie. trip, man. It's a movie. It could be a short They're film. Really I mean, it's just like, you know, because. Netflix will make it. Something, man. It's than the movie Rockstar. Exactly. Well, yeah. see, the thing is. believable. It kind of does, though. I mean, it could be a really short 30 minute film just about it really happened to somebody yeah, you know and, I, and we do feel like that so we it's, it's not unappreciated ever yeah. no no know. like the uh, the gravity of it is never lost on me yeah not at all yeah that's awesome that's great that's well, thanks awesome. guys thank yeah, you thank you guys yeah, yeah the, the talisman uh, so right on cool yeah are we good yeah well, once okay. uh, you want to just uh, talk give me a level both you guys there sure. we have Billy Sheen one, two, here one, two, hello, one, two. hello right on hello. one two yeah, this guy's this guy's a pro. Listen yeah. to that voice. Oh I yeah, got that I, low voice. I'm the one with the headphones on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody. All we right. are here with Billy Sheehan. How are you? How are you? I'm good. Excellent. So, you enjoying the expo so far? It's quite Been... uh, awesome. Uh, this is my first time here, and uh, people are wonderful. Great bunch of uh, fans. It's wonderful people, and. Uh, it's an interesting uh, phenomenon that's going on here with this podcasting and uh, all. And, of course, it's been around for a while, but yeah. I like to see the uh, emphasis on music and rock. It's pretty cool. Do Excellent. you live in Nashville? Yeah. or I live here now. Okay. I, we moved here a little over three years ago and uh, from L.A. I, was in, I lived in Buffalo for 32 years, moved to L.A., was there for 32 years, and I hope I get 32 out of Nashville. That'd be nice. 
You're good. And you just got done doing the whole Eat em and Smile uh, album overview behind yeah. the music kind of deal. Yeah. It was hilarious because uh, I was with Greg Bissonette. Not, not only a hilarious, amazing comedian, but one of the finest human beings I know. Amazing drummer. And we had just an incredible history together. And we laughed our asses off. It was beautiful. Yeah, I, I look forward to hear, hearing it later. I, of Great. course, I couldn't see it, but I saw it going down. And, and I gotta tell you, I mean, last night when you guys busted out Yankee Rose and Shy Boy and Ooh, Ain't Talking About yeah, Love, baby. I mean, you were locked. In. Well, thank you. Uh, Greg is such a great drummer to play with. As a bass player, I'm all about the drums. Right. I watch the drummer. It's the drums. The drums. Drummer drives the band. See the thing on Facebook. The scientists determine that the bass player. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Drummer drives the band. We, we know that. And so I got to lock into him. And Greg is such a joy to play with. And he's just so good that uh, he makes it happen. And what was the last time you played live with just you two together. Oh, years and years. It has been, okay. And years. But it's like uh, time stands still. Wasn't right. there something that got shut down a few years ago? Like uh, it just got too many people got excited about it and Vi was yeah, involved Yeah, we were going to, uh, me and Greg played together at this jam and then we said, well, let's let's give Steve a call. Right. Steve Vi. And so Steve goes, well, we should see if, uh, get somebody to sing. Well, let's get the guy from uh, Steel Panther. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, and we said, well, well, what if Dave's in town? So uh, we gave him a call just at the idea that he might be. Right. Uh, and then sure enough, a couple of days before, he calls back, yeah, I'll do it. What? So I had to call uh, Ralph and tell him, sorry, Ralph, but Dave's going to do it. And uh, so he, uh, unfortunately, it leaked out. The club holds about 400 people legally. They usually let him go with 600. There's about 1,200 in it. Yeah. And it was a uh, jam. Uh, my friends were telling me they couldn't drink because they couldn't get their hand from the side of, uh, up to their mouth uh, with, with, their, with their bottle of beer. And uh, I was, we got on stage behind the curtain, ready to go, no rehearsal. We're going to do Shy Boy and Yankee Rose. Well, here we go. Let's go. Eat them a smile. Bad, bad together. Dave, they're all, ah! And then I noticed a little commotion to my right. It was the fire department. Came crashing in with full gear, like the firemen's hats and carrying uh, tanks and all kinds of stuff. And they just said... Total violation, sh shut it down, close the club, you're shut down. And uh, that was it. Uh, I didn't so, know Dave was involved. Or was no, I didn't it. know. Okay. But the, and we were just playing for free. Right. Free right. to get in. Nobody's paying us. We're just doing it for fun. But the cool part was after that, me, Dave, Steve, Greg, and our keyboard player, Brett, hung out backstage for hours. Just telling okay. stories of the old days, and that was a beautiful thing about it. So sorry we couldn't play, but we did get to hang, so that was good. That's cool. Yeah. So I was gonna ask too. Um, so so Shy Boy was your your song from your previous band that you brought in, right? That's correct. Okay. Was that like? I'm just curious, but I don't know if that was covered in that too. Like, how is that trying to get that pushed into? No, that's great. That, you know, it was your song they got on the album for that for that album too? Is that kind of? Uh, well, Dave heard the song, liked it. He like said, "I want to do it." So then, okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, pretty and, simple. And uh, he was very generous because a lot of times situations like that, like if Elvis, back in the day, Elvis days, right. if he wanted to do your song because he never wrote a song, if you want to do your song, go, oh, I'll be happy to do your song, but. I'm, I'm taking 100% of your publishing money. Right. <laughs> so as an artist, you go, 100% uh, of my publishing money goes, but at least Elvis sings one of my songs, so my reputation, yes, true, you will gain out of it, but still, yeah. Dave was so generous, he never even brought it up. 
it was my song, and I, 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 my publishing money from that song went to me, and I'm supremely grateful to him for many things, but certainly that. Right. No, Very generous just, of him. I'm just glad you guys played that, because that's one of them that always like sticks out in my mind from that album. <laughs> and about Eat Him and Smile, probably my second or third real rock album purchase when I was great, like, great. You know, like 12, so that uh, that's, that's always stuck with me, that album. Excellent. But, but like, uh, and speaking of other things coming up, you've got the 30th anniversary of Mr. Big's debut, like a new deluxe version coming yeah, out. Yeah, 30 year anniversary of Lean Into It. That's a super audio CD. Uh, I've gotten some emails from a lot of fans already that have it, and they love it. And the sounds are great. Uh, I was so touched when I when I posted about it. There was just thousands of comments, and they were so wonderful. Uh, it's amazing when you put out a piece of music that touches so many people. In so, in so many ways, and from all of from India and from Indonesia and Germany and right. Colombia and Brazil and everywhere, it's pretty amazing. So it was quite touching. And did you have a follow up on that one? No, I mean I, I just to say like uh, like J- that Mr. Big was bigger in Japan. Yes? Yeah, is that well in Italy there were five Mr. Big copy bands in uh, Brazil on. Uh, Santos Beach outside of Sao Paulo, we had 100,000 people for a show. So a lot of people do the cliche, it's, J- it's Japan, it's Japan, Japan, it's Japan. But in fact, oh, we, okay. in Indone- I get more email from Indonesia than anywhere. Uh, we okay. played cities in Indonesia no Western band ever played. Mm. And so we really went, we love Japan, we played there a lot. But it's, it's, it's more, it's more than that. And uh, yeah. we're very grateful for okay. that. Okay. But you got it. I'm going to dominate all the questions. Oh, no, I was, I, hey, man, I go with the flow. This is great. Uh, these, see, these, these deluxe, um, <laughs> our, our, our podcaster over there gave it yeah, to us. Brilliant. So you got to yeah. have good uh, swag or giveaways. That's you know? the best yet. That's right. Some devil yeah. ham. Uh, They'll give you some, I'm eat, sure. Uh, well, I, don't, I don't know the story on why you didn't stick with Dave for the second record. Uh, uh, it was changing. <laughs> the young lady with a windery dog shirt. Thank yeah. you. That's dear. right. Uh, the music was quite See, different. She brought it back. She wanted the recognition, by the way. Beautiful. Yeah, nice. That, that's Angel, by yeah, the way. Yeah, we, we know her. Yes. yes. I'm no Angel. There you go. Perfect. Angel, this is Billy. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, Skyscraper's a different thing. Uh, Eat em and Smile, we all played together in the same room. We wrote together. We did everything. It was fun. It was cool. Skyscraper, things changed. Yeah. And the drums got done alone. And then another night, the bass was late. And it wasn't the same thing. And It definitely was a much different album. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I, it didn't, for me, it didn't stick with me. It didn't but, stick with me either. No, nah, okay. But God bless them. Uh, you know, it was an experiment. It's a, if it would have been successful... Then we'd right. all be copying that, you know. But right, uh, right. but uh, you know, you, you gotta. I, I I credit Dave for taking a chance, yeah, and not playing formula, not sticking with a sure, you know, m- making a left turn. He's good at that, and generally yep. he ends up in the right place. Out of out of all the bands you've been in, like, what is your most niche? What what represents you the best? You think? Well, I probably say Mr. Big, only because back in Talos, I was still learning and my songwriting and fine-tuning things uh Eat em smile was dave's band which was my which, which made uh the the future for me and so yeah. i could i don't know that i could have done mr big if i wouldn't have come out of right uh, david lee ross band but mr big was the culmination of a lot of what i learned not only from talus back in the bar days but with dave as a the phd in uh, in showmanship and mm-hmm. and music musicology so Mr. Big probably is the most well represented. 
but I'm loving uh, playing with the winery dogs very much. Yeah, so great. And uh, we went back uh, and took all of our old Talus songs that were never recorded that we had for our live set, and I got the original guys together, and we did uh, we did uh, the, there's a new Talus record coming. Wow. A new really? old Talus record. <laughs> oh, new old. all right. We thought at first, well, well, we should, like, update the songs and, like, rewrite right, the huh? lyrics. I said, no, 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 no. Let's do it just like we did it back in the day, back in the mid-'80s. And uh, it came out great, so we're very pleased with that. When does that come out? It's be, uh, The final mixes are happening right now. Huh. So probably uh, by the end of the year. So you've got that and the Winery Dogs have one next year then? Yeah, so, okay. we're writing for the new Winery Dogs record also. Okay. Mr. Big is kind of on hold because we sadly we lost our drummer. I hope we get to play together again some way. And also Sons of Apollo, another band I have with Mike. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. There's a riot. Great guys, amazing music. And uh, unfortunately, we just as we launched with a new record, the whole pandemic happened. So mm. we hope to fire that up at ASAP. So, so to go back to, because obviously you're very busy, to go back to Talus, the first part of that, was that because, was that kind of inspired with uh, everybody was on lockdown, or was that Talus thing planned a long time? No, we planned it. And then, very and much, then it, okay. And then it happened. But, so finishing the record under the lockdown was, was difficult. It took a long time. Right. So we had the lead singer in Toronto with the audio mover software so I could listen in real time in Nashville and work, do the vocal tracks like that, like I was... Yeah. Like I was in Toronto, so technology, the pandemic really has helped push some technology to the forefront to get things done uh, sure. in, from different locations. So, but it came out great. The mixes are just about done now, so new Talus relatively soon. Okay. Was that your uh, main activity during the pandemic shutdown, or did, the, how else did you fill no, your time? No, I just uh, sat around and checked my email inbox, and people would write to me and ask me to play bass on things, and uh, so I did. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, we've done over 350 tracks. Come on. Uh, about five records. Wow. And uh, myself, uh, Ray Lugier from Corn is a dear friend of mine. Another gentleman, Scott Bush, used to play in the Nixons as an engineer and guitar player. We made a production team, and we were we were whipping them out. It was Good amazing. So we, okay. And all kinds of music from electronic dance music to death metal to country to folk, to you name it. Uh, we, did, we did the whole spectrum. It was pretty cool. And followers I, of your Instagram know that you're a bit of a foodie. Yeah, yeah. I uh, do a lot of cooking. My wife's from Italy. Mm. She's there now. And we, uh, uh, we uh, do a lot of cooking together. I do most of the heavy lifting, but okay. she, she has her specialties, being an Italian, of course. But we, we uh, when I post about it, I post something with you. Hey, here's, here's my new bass, whatever. You, get, you know, four or five hundred comments. I post uh, doing some, some ribeyes <laughs> seared in the oven, and there's 2,000 comments right away. Yeah. So People, it's, not it's, everybody it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, you'll, you'll post your new song and, eh, you know, yeah. a good ribeye. Hey, 200,000 comments. I can relate it's to like, both, because I'm a bit of a foodie, you know what I mean? Right, it, right, it's, right. It's nuts that those are the things that get people going, man. In the end, everybody's got to eat. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> well, listen, we just, we just got the signal and everything. Okay. You're an in-demand man. Of the, uh, you got, they're going to be the single yes, over here. Well, thanks for having me on. I wanted to say in general, it's, it feels great. This is our fourth round of doing the, the podcast uh, convention. And every year, 
when when uh, people like yourself and artists like yourself take your time to spend with us and, and be part of this, it's really appreciated. Yeah. You know, it is absolutely my pleasure. I enjoy doing it, and thank you both for having me on. And uh, wishing the best to you guys and your listeners. Absolutely. Thank you. Can we uh, get you to see our show tag? Go ahead and introduce yourself and throw that in the beginning. Or... It's going to be good. Okay, let's do this. All right. Uh, all right, well... You can probably tell by my voice for the listener that we are at the day after the expo now. Yes. Um, yeah, you can, you I can tell for, by my voice, nothing's changed. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're still uh, silky smooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, I might. I, I think uh, I hit it a little harder than you uh, yesterday with the booze. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, no, it was a really, really good time. Um, yeah, Wait. I'm a little sluggish today, but that's yeah. that's the way it goes. You're hungover, but what do you blame it on, really? Well, I think that breakfast, there was, like, the eggs were bad. Sure. They, there was, there's just something, you know, it just, you know, I typically don't feel that bad, you know, so it must have been something I ate. I, I think yeah. that's probably what it was. Usually, I think the, the yolk and egg white, uh, like the, the percentage, the, the portion between the two was off, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Or maybe the fruit was old. <laughs> yeah. It might have been the bad, bad, bad piece of strawberry. The banana I didn't eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think there was something, there was something on, the, on the skin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you uh, or, or the fact that you came in much later than I did. <laughs> By the way, I'm not sure if you know this, but I, I did. I did tuck you in at like three in the morning. You're just no. sitting on the on the uh, on the bed. Yeah, right. Shoes on. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, you took my shorts off too. Then. Huh? <laughs> no, I did not. no that, that was you. Yeah. I just wanted to make I, you a little cozy. I, I I I was yes, I was hammered, but I remember going to bed. I didn't black out loose cannon it's all good man I think you're a man like I said, i've always said you're a man of the people mm-hmm. and i kind of uh you know i'm uh, not as approachable yes stuff like that you also can go further you go further you you embrace the situation oh i, I hit a i hit a wall and i'm like yeah i think i'm done yeah yeah like, so it's eh, a good thing it's at 4 15 i gotta go eat dinner <laughs> it's nap time yeah we gotta right. get, get the early bird special i'm loose cannon 4 15 yeah. Nice. No, old age is going to catch up quick enough. I'm going to fight it as long as I can. Good, good, good. But. So, yeah, man. So so you want to kind of recap the festivities? Yeah. Um, well, uh, everybody's just heard the interviews. Yep. So, well, yeah, yeah everybody knows who we talked to. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, everybody was really cordial and, and, and I don't know, just nice. Uh, mm-hmm. The day, I, it sounds like maybe I walked around a little more than you did as far as to check things out. Um, right. I'm not sure if that's accurate or not, but it seemed like you didn't really get to the big room until after we did our, our Billy Sheen interview. Yeah. Did, did we kind of give the color of the, the layout here? Um, no. You want to start. Part? Yeah, no, okay. Yeah. So so we are recording, actually, in the main lobby of the Hilton right now um, near the bar and basically the restaurant of, yeah. of, of the location where all meals were, were had <laughs> by myself and, uh, and, and yourself over the, mm. over the weekend. Uh, so that's kind of the, the, I guess, the center of it. Uh, and then, you know, right past that is the, I would call it, what, the main ballroom? If you want to call it, yeah, over right, here, right. I'm almost and, like right behind it, almost. I, don't yeah. know, I guess it really depends what. Sure, what angle? Yeah, never mind. But 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 point being is that is the room where you've got the big panels, like mm-hmm. they had the yeah, Eat 'Em and Smile um, panel with. Go ahead, Billy Sheehan oh, and Greg Greg, Greg Bissonette. I didn't know you yes. were waiting for me to chime in yes, there. Sorry, yes, I was helping you out there. Um, as well as, where are some other uh, panels for the day? Oh, you had all three MTV Yeah, the MTV hosts. panel. There was the Women of Rockers. I can't, I'm, I'm butchering the name, but they had a panel to talk about women in the industry. Yep. Um, 
So that was, but, I don't know, kind of a neat yeah. thing to be a little more inclusive. And there the was, the, like, I don't know, did we touch on yesterday? No, we didn't because we didn't. What's that? Uh, there was uh, way more action on the females end this year. Oh, my um, God. I, I got to tell you, like, like the, the, the female end was, I think, almost 0% year one, year two. Here. This was a huge jump up. There was a lot of couples, I would say, coming in, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of which is women in general. Uh, and and so that was good to see. You know, it was more of like a, hey, it's not just dudes hanging out. It's like, not only am I um, going to this, but I think it's something you're going to enjoy too. So right. There's a lot of that. It's a, it's less of a sausage fest. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, it was it was good to see. It was actually like a like a concert kind of vibe. And with that too, the thing that I did not uh, well, did miss and wanted to see was some of the uh, actual artists performed. I guess they did like acoustic sets in between. Mm -hmm. Did you able? Were you able I to did see not any catch that? any of that either. Okay. I know it was on the list, but I'm not sure if it happened or not. I think there's only one spot where they were doing that. There's like three that I saw on the schedule okay. at least. I'm not All sure. Right. If I, I will say that that's what I'm saying. Like there was a lot of like, hey, we're a band. We're here. We're artists. I saw a lot of tags on that. Yeah, as well a lot as of local their, bands. Their, let's call it their 20 or 30 people in their entourage of seeing them. They had more of that coming into the podcast. Now, some of those tables outside the hallway of the, the room we were in, Yep. Um, at least a couple of those were specifically for local bands because there was like a push to for shows to invite them on and stuff, which, of course, we did not because like, right. we don't need the numbers hit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We can't take it you know, right now. It's, yeah, come on. We're still growing. So. That's right. That's right. But uh, but no, I mean, so that was the main room um, that had you know all the record vendors and things like that. That if you've been in this this in the past, you kind of get that vibe. Um, and then they had an education track that was on the second floor, and then the majority of the podcast booths were in a separate room as well, like to the to the side right. of the main main lobby and stuff like that. But this place was, I just got to tell you. Like you heard the the intro part that was loud in that room because it's like a smaller room with the podcasters mm -hmm. and like that. But this place was loud and active all day. Wouldn't yeah. you say? Yeah, it was packed. It was hot too because there's so yep. many bodies in there, man. Yeah, air conditioning was kicking, but it was it was that. And and um, anything you want to add to that? Kind of the, that that general. Well, you know, when we we did talk a little bit uh, in the morning where we described the room, so that mm -hmm. kind of explains like who was in there. But yeah, yeah, once the thing got going, and and by the way, it got going a lot quicker than than the past years. Yes, uh, it, you know, typically around noon, one o'clock was when the things were getting really active. Uh -uh. This thing was like almost at at ten thirty, things were rolling. There was a line for people to get in. No, it was um, pretty much like tsh, ready, start your engines. People were in, uh, and. Yeah, we'll tell you this is everywhere too. Um, this is a, is the thing is that that they do not have staff here. <laughs> yeah, as far no. as that. So so like the bar. Uh, I mean, this is a drinking crowd. It's a rock and roll crowd. Yeah, and there was never a line shorter than you know fifteen twenty people waiting for. Well, for I didn't a beer. see a lot of lines, but it took a long time. There you go. Yeah, however you want to slice and dice it. Yeah. it was not a. I always got beer. up to the bar pretty easily, but it would be five to ten minutes before. Yep. My beer was opened. <laughs> I'll tell you what, if they had had, like you said, like, a, what do you call them, the beer trough? A beer trough, yeah, a beer tub. Beer tub or Coke tub or, or any kind of, like, beverage thing in, like, one or two areas, that would have been just psh, money. Flowing. Yeah, I mean, the, you, they would probably do a different setup than what I'm thinking that's maybe a little... Uh they're a little more sophisticated for a hotel lobby. You don't really sure. some girl in a tight, but just like a second tight thing. top with 
big jugs oh, hand, gr- reaching okay. into a bucket yeah. of ice. All right. All but right. they might just have like, yeah, one of those little portable things where, you know, some guy in a, a nice shirt uh, pulls a, a beer out for you. There kinda, you, go. you know, kind of like they had in the lobby at the, the one last, uh, two, 2019. Yes. What am I thinking? One of those was portable bars. Right. That's what I'm saying. An extra setup. But that's the that's the uh, pandemic re-kicking where you just can't staff people. It's everywhere yeah. you go in the service industry right now. I, I do think... Anytime you have a crowd that, that there's that much drinking, yeah. you need a beer only area because yep. that that is in and out. You're going to turn them right. faster. You know that, that, that you know. It, for, I'm just saying from a business sense, it oh, makes more sense. Give me a break. And then yeah, if people want to get their mixed drinks, it's just going to be take a little longer. But that's you right. Know. But uh, yeah, b- big time party atmosphere, lots of activity. Um, but that's the general, I guess, color of of the setup. Mm-hmm. Did you, what did you want to add as no. far as like the flow? Um, well, the flow was a bit cumbersome. If I if I have a complaint, uh, and and this really isn't a complaint, but you know, if if there was something that 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 was being so far away from the main action wasn't ideal. You're talking uh, about the, the podcast room, yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So, oh yeah. So the, the for people that know, there were the room for the podcasters and also the room for the uh, the live podcast right. shows. That the live podcast setup was perfect. Yep. But but I you know I kind of like to be in in the in the main room, the feel of every other year. So that was. Uh, it just it was different, and uh, and also because I, it was it was tighter. It was when you had a guest. We had two guests. It was difficult to find oh. a spot for for everybody to sit. Yeah, um, that kind of stuff. The record yep. it was really loud in there. But if you had the right recording setup, which of course we're pros, of course we did. Uh, I, I, our audio, I, well, I'll know by the time I actually hear it. But uh, I'm sure it's fine. Yeah, I mean, probably part of that was thinking from years past that maybe we should have a different place for the podcasters to actually record versus a yeah. main room. But um, and and first off, before we go into this, Chris, everybody involved with us, great party hosts. Yep. What what a what what a whole like I don't know the pro the, the scheduling so everything many, ran like yes, a machine. Everything man. was flowing, everything like that. I would say the one thing is is that it was a restriction of the venue. Is they just it, there should be. A, a larger room or something that's nearer the main action because the cool part I would say about the, the years past and everything and I missed 18 but 19 I thought was almost the perfect setup as far as like everything was in the same room you had the mm-hmm. vibe you had the, the party it was just like the same thing as like if you're at a party and there's just like a room on the side where some stuff's happening yeah but it's just you're just not getting everything right exactly so um, but so, you know it, eh, it is what it is, it is. Eh, it is what it is yeah <laughs> stuff like that I like but saying that but I don't even know idea what it means yeah. <laughs> I say it all the time and I'm like it's kind of a dumb thing it's to okay but, but but also for the the thing too is just a like it's cool to if you're in a if you're in the same area as the record vendors and things like that people can kind of stumble and fall almost on your podcast right and maybe doing that where there wasn't that chance you're gonna if you're going in that room you're going in there for one specific reason right there's a show you already know or maybe you're just kind of looking at things but it was just a little too tight or you're about to be in you're billy sheen and you're about to be yeah. interviewed by somebody you're about there. to be uh, uh shoved in the corner yeah <laughs> to get interviewed <laughs> that's yeah that's the only thing i'd say yeah that, that that's it but yeah so the um and yeah it was a little weird that you kind of like to to go from the main room to where we were you got to walk through the bar true <laughs> that was a little different too <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, for, for. didn't know in advance on that. It wasn't a surprise. I, they, they was explained how the layout was done, so I'm, I'm, I'm not saying anything like that. But yeah, then like, if I'm in the main room, I get more times of seeing uh, Aaron Kamara in his silver right. silver outfit, and I only got to see him a couple times, and that's that's taken away from the whole vibe. Yeah, the, the eye candy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the man yeah. meat. Yeah, like 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 you said, somehow the uh, it was warm, 
But his nips were hard. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like a... Uh, was, Kevin Williams said he looked like a baked potato. That's the perfect yeah. description. And, it was, and I think it was bacon him. He, he yeah, well, changed. He went, he went half baked potato for the second half of the day. Yeah. He <laughs> put some jeans... Uh, I'm sorry. He put in some shorts or whatever like that. Well, I, well I, done committing to the bid, by the way, Aaron. I, I made a new friend, Sleeveless Rick. <laughs> oh, yes. Sleeveless Rick. I just, <laughs> I just like saying his name. Yeah. He was good, and, and he, he tr- true to his name, he did not have... He, I actually asked him... Uh, like, hey, you had a sleeveless shirt yesterday. And he says, what are sleeves? So, <laughs> good man. I, I really hope he's that committed that everything <laughs> he has has no sleeves. Did you come up with that name or he said that was his name? I I was, he was introduced to me as, as sleeveless, sleeveless Rick. Rick. God damn. How is there not a character on the show called Sleeveless Rick? <laughs> we could have Sleeveless Steves. I think so. Or Sleeves Optional Steve. I think, I think, I think uh, just Sleeveless Steve. <laughs> No, a lot of friends. We got to obviously see a lot of friends. We yep. uh, we were um uh, we did a little game on the in Obscuria podcast that they were doing with everybody. Yep. Uh, yeah. R- Ralph and Ian. Um, Ralph seemed a little perturbed, but I didn't get a chance to talk to him during the day, so I, I don't yeah. know. But yeah. Ian Ian was exactly like he normally is. He drew penises on our faces. Yes, he did. And, uh, no, what we say by our face is actually our face <laughs> fans, not actually on our face, on our person. I liked it better the way I told yeah, it. Okay, all right. Fair enough. But there's nothing, I have to tell you, there's nothing like leaving your booth and coming back and having Sharpie marker uh, penises all over, <laughs> over all of your uh, 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 swag you're about to give out. It's, it's enjoyable. It's yeah. tradition. Yeah. As is tradition, yes. yes. Uh, Matt Porter, of course, was in, you know, we, we got to uh, see him. Yeah, but I got to tell you, that was the weird thing about it is I think we had like like you always joke like I always say oh our schedule's so packed it's the same schedule every time for interviews mm. but it seemed like we had more time to sit down in years past with other podcasters it did we, we had nobody on our show no we basically well we shouldn't say oh wait wait no, we, we had have um, Dave on from, we had uh, from, well uh, but uh, I meant of the of the other shows yes oh yeah we have to mention that yeah D Brew from uh, Blame Your Brother he yep. uh, he came to the event he was uh, good you know it's, uh, you've, I, you, I met him once and this is your first time right first time but yeah. a long time first time uh, in person but long time listener of his show I consider him one of the guests because he was like uh, you know he, yeah. he didn't have a table set up or anything like that so exactly but, but that was the only one one and then that was it wasn't it it was not yeah and like yeah, and of course uh, the, uh, I was going to have Flip uh, singer Bryn Aarons over right Izzy Presley who we were just talking to a few minutes ago I, yep. I told him I got to get him over there we never really did and yep I, I was it did seem um I think because of the room and how packed it was yeah that when people were done with anything they had scheduled that day they were out yes I mean was, the yeah. people were packing up just before four o'clock and, uh, right. No, it was it was definitely a, a, a business only type of room, and I think just an open room in in general leans to a more uh, uh, leads to a more relaxed vibe and everything like that. Because mm-hmm. maybe people just you're just in there up on top of each other. Right. Well, and maybe if you wrap some up and you want to get up and go look at something, you don't feel like you're leaving a valuable equipment unattended, stuff like that. So right. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Got to mention so, our boy Toomey. He was running across from us throwing ketchup yes. packs at, at me. And, yes, uh, uh, he was running across. We had, um, what else do we want to mention in there? A lot of new ones. A lot of new ones. A ton of there. new shows, yeah. A lot of new shows. Stuff I wasn't even familiar see. with. Yeah, no, yep. exactly. So it's, so it's not like you're getting the same. Uh, a lot of, we talked about the females, a lot of female podcasters. Uh, should mention with that their too. Own, uh, More represented. Yeah. Um, I wasn't just saying like the, the 
paid uh, attendee squish. Yes. This yes. is uh, they're well, I guess we, they're paid too, huh? But uh, yeah, these people had their this is squish that had their own table set up wow, with this, microphones. This is great. I like how this is nice and fair and balanced. <laughs> you're, like, you're like being empowering and also hey. being. Jeez, uh, I'm progressive, but not politically correct. No, right. Fair is, enough. That's but, but but then we have you know like a fellow uh, pantheon or uh, I called uh, Ian Wadley man meat, or I mean Aaron Camaro man meat. I think it's I'm okay. I'm being very fair and balanced. Well, so yeah. we're good. We're good. I'm, I'm sexist across the board. Okay. All right. So we have uh, like Miss Christie, I think is the name of the. Okay. That's where I met la- la- last last night. There was a fellow pantheoner, but uh, oh, uh, Mistress Carrie, that's what you're talking about. Um, that was after the the Phantom of the Park viewing. Yeah, but the, the but point being is that that's a new show. I'll, I'll uh, check oh, out. Alan Tate, do you want to pop oh. on? You want to say something? Hi there. <laughs> wow, that's deep. <laughs> The, the giver of whiskey last night. Yeah, Alan, Alan Tate, Tate from uh, um, Ages of Rock podcast just walked up to me in a Guns yes. N' Roses shirt. I was the giver of bourbon. That's right. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Bourbon. Yes. Thanks for that. Bourbon gifted oh, by... Oh, that's why I'm hungover. It's that's not the food. What it is. See? It's the booze. Okay, it's the booze. That was him. <laughs> it was Alan Tate that did you. It was the, it was the capper. It that's was. Right. <laughs> it definitely finished him off. It was the top of the floating uh, yes, bile yes. and stuff. But anyway. He's like, you know, we made him uncomfortable. It's all good. Yeah, we're just wrapping up. Uh, we're doing like a, a post-expo yep. kind of recap. Just recapping so. everything. Well, here, Killing you, time. have a seat. Here, you, yeah, you, you tell us. A little, what, are you, what are your thoughts on yesterday? You, you go. We already kind well, of talked about this. Their, their drinks over here, they're... Huh. They're tearing it up here with the Nestle Water sure. Life water. That's right. <laughs> Everybody's got to rehydrate after last night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this is obviously the best one so far, you know, and it's only going to get better from here. Uh, we're probably going to try to push for a, a longer expo. We're going to pester Chris until he makes it a two-day event. Uh, he intimated this morning. I don't know if I Well, got... I wasn't going to say that, but that's what he said to me as well. Okay. Yeah. well you... I was going to make it look like it was our idea. Ooh. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> you know, Alan, I'm with you. Let's you and I, uh, let's take the lead on this. And, uh, yeah. From, from a fellow expo uh, producing man, uh, you know, yourself. Right. You know yeah. this. Yeah. Extend it. All you need. years, I'm done. <laughs> like you said, like all we need is Bob. Oh, well, you can't have Bob. You can't Kulik. have Bob. No, nope. I can't have Bob. But, but. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that went sideways. <laughs> You're just, you were just BSing about uh, your history of uh, doing the Kiss yeah. Expos in the early 2000s. So way back in the day. Oh, you were yeah. involved in those. Huh? I used to put the ones in Evansville on. Okay. Yeah. That's Indiana. Yeah. Yep. You want to just recap that real quick? Kind of the, the scale and then the the, the 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 scale. The scale was off the chart. You know, it wasn't like the Price is Right mountain man. Okay. He stayed up to the top. Nothing fell off. Okay. Uh, there were a couple of times, and I'm not going to mention anybody's names, but uh, there were a couple of guys that were kind of jerks to me for no reason. Oh, that were yeah. the stars. Bruce no, not Bruce. <laughs> Bruce has always been good to me. <laughs> of course he has. He's been on the show <laughs> twice. Yeah. You never get any kind of yeah. shit Now, according to one of my old friends, Bruce is the biggest jerk on the planet. Really? You know, because we were trying to get Bruce to the stage you know can can you stop and sign my 500 things <laughs> yeah. you know how that goes i thought maybe he was a guy who needs vulgarity in, in sentences in there and bruce just wouldn't give him a swear word or two yeah no not that guy <laughs> nice but, uh but overall this was great you know we got to talk to we got to do the town hall uh 
moderate the Q and A, whatever, whatever the technical term in the Rock and Pod book is, yeah. because I didn't pay attention. Panel discussion. We did the discussion panels. Thank you. There you go. But uh, we did the Mark Goodman thing, and that couldn't have been better. Now you oh. want to talk about somebody that likes the those expletives? Mark was dropping them. Right. Oh. I was surprised. Mark Goodman, huh? Mark Goodman wow. started dropping them right away. He did. He did. Interesting. Yes, I can't wait great. to hear that. Yeah. It, it is always jarring when you have like a, on a, like Conan O'Brien has a podcast and him and hearing Andy Richter drop f bombs is hilarious. Oh, yeah, to yeah. That, that kind of thing, like a squeaky clean kind of right, you know, right. character. That's what makes it funnier. Exactly. <laughs> but I mean, huh? I can't right. say anything bad about this. No, it was all good. Yeah. Would you like your microphone back? Because I'm not a very good guest. No, you're actually. I'm, I'm just like I thought he's done this before. Yeah, it, it seems like he's he's he's, well, he's held the mic in his I'm, I was on my way to take a nap. Oh. You know, because I just uh, <laughs> just just met some friends for lunch, and you know, all of us old people are going to go take our nap before we go to the comedy show. Tonight. See, that's a pure early. We were talking about the early bird special. You already did it. You're 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 doing lunch and a nap. That's, that's yeah. A, yeah, damn straight. Yeah. Go, go to it, man. And let me tell you, when I'm home at a certain time of the day, I take a nap on the couch with one of my dogs, and the other three dogs take a nap with my wife in the other room, mm -hmm. and yeah. they they let us know when it's nap time. Oh, so it, right. it's not so much being the old person that does contribute, but when you're an old person with old dogs that are the bosses. <laughs> okay, so we're blaming this on the dogs now. Anyway, um, my dog's not yeah. here, and she's telling me it's nap time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All I say is, we always like to get our guests right before they take a nap. So well done. Thank you, Alan, for, for joining. <laughs> well, thank you guys for letting me sit here and waste your airtime. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's awesome, man. It's fine. A lot of fun over the weekend. I got to, I got to spend a lot of time with all you guys. So It yeah. was great. I enjoyed drinking that beer I bought you. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I bought him a beer, and then the Uber got here before he could drink oh, it. Oh, all right, then. Fair enough. That'll happen if you're me. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I think I got time for another one, Alan. I'll take that beer. That's right. Hey, and then I walk back, and I'm like, where's Baco? And he left. I'm like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> I did say, I look for him. I'm like, can you yeah. tell Alan that I had to go? But Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they told me before I even got back. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, great seeing you as always. Absolutely. We'll Can't see wait you. to do this again next year. That's right. You look tired, though. You should lay down. <laughs> yeah, I'm not as tired as I thought I was gonna be. Yeah. Okay, but but I've also learned to pace myself because I am 50 plus. <laughs> not back last year when I was still in my 40s. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> well, you guys take care. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely, man. Good seeing you, Alan. Thanks for the bourbon. Safe travels, fellas. Yeah. Yeah, you too. All right, that was Alan Tate of Ages yes, of Rock podcast. That's right. Legend. Legend. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know that he was in the uh, uh, expo game for some reason. The I mean, what? You know, that he oh, no, he just, he's dropped that on me yesterday. He basically said, he's not saying it, but uh, he basically said that, that uh, it went, every year it went like, it went like Bruce, Eric Singer, stuff like that. And then, 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 then one year he put Bob in there and everything crashed down. <laughs> That's what he's saying as far as everything. <laughs> so anyway, All right. rest well. in peace. I don't have much uh, else to add. I mean, uh, it was a great event. Uh, it, like I, I think everybody across the board is saying it's just been bigger. Oh, was, oh we should mention the Pantheon guys. Sure. Uh, meeting Christian and Peter for the first time. That yep. was that was good. They were cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I talked about just just next level um, possible plans for you know how things might look in the next couple of years. Just ideas. Uh, really, that's what this was. Was was in general is 
how can we take this next level? And that's really what they've done every year. Hmm. I, I, you when know I, I mean? talked to them, all we do was talk about drawing penises on stuff. Okay, well, that'd be a different conversation. <laughs> like I said, I, there's 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 the the yin and the yang. Yes. I come in there for more of the uh, the more highbrow, and you go in there for the lowbrow. And it evens out. Well, I, I like I like to say to my wife, we should get jerseys because we make a good team. There's there's cheesy Boom. for you. What do you, you think about Boom. that? Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, man. No, just in general, everybody's heard the interviews. We enjoyed uh, sitting down with everybody, um, and uh, yeah, and, and and I'll say that that I, I want to give kudos to you again with with the for the Ron Keel because I went in there and I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna let Baco do his thing. Why should I get in the middle of this? And I kind of. Did that with it. Yeah. Huge game. Yeah, because we did for the listener. We did have uh, a, a little preparation for some from things that you wanted to do or, or mm-hmm. throw in there. But you, like you said, you read the room for the first time um, in my life. Yeah, I read I, the room, and I was I was ready to go on a couple things. And I was like, you know what? That that crowd was a little Ron Keel heavy. It really was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like it was like you know because he went into some serious subjects and things like that. And he was a great guest as always. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to use this little thing. I'm going to. Let's go to the Nuge game. Yeah, all right. I know. It was yeah. a lot, all good. It was fun. It, 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 I've talked, basically asked, he's been on the show so fucking much. I've yeah. asked him basically anything that needs to yeah. be asked anyway. So Yeah, exactly. And he's not going to open a, a fucking can of worms on Ingve anytime soon. So Nope. That was one of my questions. I let it go. <laughs> but but the uh, but I was saying like 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 he, he's probably like when am I getting this fucking job? He's done so many interviews. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's like, How many rounds is this? Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh, uh, no, he's a good sport, man. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty much the recap, man. Yeah. Rock and Pod Expo 2021. I guess, yeah. And then, uh, but uh, I still want to call it 2020 like they do at the Olympics. So, oh, is that what we're doing? Yeah, I, that's what just I'm to doing. Just be confusing? Yeah, just to be stupid. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. No, okay. The, the year doesn't mean anything. Okay. So, but it, yeah. it's so the is, brand. The brand 2020 uh, is too right. important. You're right. So. The brand is, is too important, much so. like using natural light with a. Uh, Whatever, raspberry, yeah. Kool-Aid, or whatever the hell they're selling yeah, now. Exactly. Uh, you want to try this uh, uh, spritzer? No. No. It's a Natty Ice spritzer. Ooh. Oh. I'm all in. Done deal. Please, <laughs> hand it to me. It's, it became much more masculine. Oh, man. Yeah. And uh, did not see the White Claw activity that I saw at the festival. So Yeah, there was. Or a concert, I guess. Yeah, though, there, there was. There, you would think that there would be more White Claw with uh, the, the more diverse of the audience, yeah. right? Yeah, but, well, uh, I, I think I saw three, and none of them were on my bingo card. So. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Next time, man, we'll use that white claw bingo <laughs> more effectively. Yeah. But Next time Ron Keel's on, that's all we're going to do. That's we'll, right. just, we'll just play white claw bingo with him somewhere. That's right. <laughs> but uh, overall, another fun year. Um, Maybe we should road trip together to a Ron Keel hairball show. Nah, uh, and, and then you and I can uh, white claw bingo. Okay. Uh, live live white call bingo maybe, maybe so maybe so but uh, uh great great photo opportunity with the uh, uh the metal cowboy and the <laughs> yeah, aluminum cowpoke and you are the tin tinfoil ranchero ranchero yes yes, yes. uh <laughs> good use of a sharpie marker never never forget the gimmick people yeah always use a gimmick yeah exactly you gotta have something stupid that's right that's right <laughs> but uh no overall i just want to say uh thanks to everybody involved putting this together um, also, meeting meeting a lot of people that volunteer, uh, that are friends of the Sinzak family, or they just the, right. the the group in general. What a production! Misty and his brother this year. I think he had some travel delays. Actually, got stuck in Denver for a while, and he just ended up going home. Oh, 
But oh yes, that's right. I remember seeing that too. So a lot, some some people had travel issues getting here. And there's so many that we we've left out. So you know, if we sat and chatted with you, trust me, we enjoyed it. And yeah. good, good catching up with a lot of different people. So. Exactly. Just just love the family vibe and. Um, yeah, so thank you for everybody who's listening to the it, show. It's like just, a fun class reunion. It is. Yeah. It's a class reunion without uh, as, much, as much anxiety. Yeah. It's still a little bit. A little bit, that. yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what I got. All right, man, me too. Uh, yeah, thanks, Chris. Um, everybody that puts together Rock and Pod, great job this year. Um, that's right. That's about it. So, Rock's not dead, and we've got the expo to prove it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.